All right, hello and welcome to Race Brain Podcast. Today, super special episode. We're bringing back season three of OCR Fantasy. So in the first maybe half of this episode, we talk about some of the happenings in High Rocks, what, that, what the worldwide rankings are looking like, what that means for me, and what that looks like in the next weekend coming up. Then we get into Spartan 3K series. We do a deep dive on that. We talk about all of the athletes that we know of who are going to be there, and we draft teams, kick around some new rules. So if you listen to this uh, this podcast in previous years, you kind of know the deal with the draft. If you're new to the show, thank you for joining us, and I hope you enjoy a staple of what we do here, Fantasy OCR Draft. All right, we're on. Everybody knows we're recording. Jack's not here. Just decided he had better things to do for this first 30 minutes. He just decided not to show up. Disrespectful. Some sort of He takes one podium, one podium in a DECA, and he thinks he can he can come and go as he pleases. It's We're peasants amongst royalty, I guess, Jack. It's a tough one not to have Jack on because we're going to do the draft later on in this episode, and he basically does everything for that. Mm-hmm. So... We might need him there. If we had to draft right now off memory, how well would we do? How many names would you come up with? On the women's side, two, three. I'd get four. I could get at least four. On the men's, I could probably fill fill seven. He claims he'll be here in a half hour, so wait patiently, folks. We're on Bauer standard time. Yep. No respect. Rich, what do you got going on back there? <laughs> I think a, I think a plumber yeah. just rolled up to our spot. I'm like, how am I going to deal with this here? This homeownership, man. Stuff goes wrong. You got to fix it. It was great. I've been renting for my entire life. And I'd be like, eh, I'll just move out in a couple months with someone else's <laughs> problem. Now it's like, What I want to know is what this, you have like a 30 to 40 foot runner that you do your high rocks work on laid out in your driveway. So you don't get scabby knees, Rick. So it's to push the carpet. Out, that's for. Oh, so you got a carpet. What is it like? Just a really thin mat. It's like indoor outdoor carpet from Home Depot. This is. I just get littered with messages. People are like, "Where's that from? What is that? How did you get that?" And it's just from Home Depot. It mm. is just indoor outdoor carpet. It's like sixty cents per linear foot or something like here. that. Do you have, that's do you? not how they. That's not how they measure carpet in linear feet. That's how they sell it. No, it is square feet. They asked me like, how, many linear, how many linear. Because it's only cut in six or twelve feet, so you can't get the square. So you have to get it however long it is. So they ask you linear mm. feet. What do you want? And uh, so because it's six feet, all I needed was three. And I was looking up how to get like a three foot runner like that would be 50 feet long and they would be like $300. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm not paying that because it's going to get ruined. So I cut it in half long ways and then just taped it. And, and it does the trick. I mean, it's still easier than the high rocks one, but it feels like the high rocks carpet to the touch, mm-hmm. but on the push, it's not the same. Nothing is the same. I think you're just keeping those knees pristine. And it was an excuse to get the carpet. You know, what's interesting about home ownership when you do what we do when you move into a new residence and the neighbors start to slowly gather that you're a weirdo by the things <laughs> you're doing around your yard and they're like, oh man, this new guy is weird. 
what is he always doing out there? Those things he's doing. It's always a process. Every place I've moved to, like my old place was a townhome, right? And I had neighbors in all directions. And it was like people pulling the curtains aside, trying to figure out what I'm doing and old people asking questions. Are you dealing with that, Rich, in your new spot? Yeah, I was going to ask, how long does it take for people to recognize? Because the sun just started coming out. So people are are now starting to be, I mean, the sun's always out, but it's starting to get warm. Now people are starting to be outside. I'm luckily fenced in where that is. So there's no access from the front, but I'm sure my side neighbors are going to start asking, do people ask you about it? Or do you think they just assume after a while and you just have to deal with whatever their judgments are? (laughs) They just assume you're obsessed and weird and leave you alone. Non-fitness people are with parents. Oh, that's true. So I got a weird setup because it's my neighbors and an adult day home. So adults with disabilities are unable to do whatever they are doing to integrate into society. So it doesn't matter what I do. Like one side's my family and the other side's disabled. So kind of free to be as me as I want to be. I'm going to have to go check about this plumber real fast. So you guys can just hold on. Ding, ding, what do you ding, got going ding, on? Ding, 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 no, we're good. We can hold, we can hold it's on the Tuesday. Ding, 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 What's he ding. fixing? Let's get Listen, to the finish line we, faster. We do this for a living. Get out of here. Go. We got it. All right. Hey, let's plug it right now. T-shirts are on sale, 50% off. Go to our website, smash them, buy three of each. So you can do everything you'd ever want, cut off, regular, and then make one into like a do-rag you tie around your head. I don't care, but they're cheap. Same shipping cost if you buy hats. one, two, or three. And Winter hats. hats. Fleece line, not fleece line. Black, gray, the runningpublic.com. A pretty mediocre, low-level website built by me. It, what can go wrong? Go there. What, what else can we pump here real quick? Well, Rich, Rich hates us talking about the running public. Oh my goodness. He just won't listen to us. That's it. Go buy our stuff. I pumped it on our last episode, pumping it right now. Let's move on. Speak. Okay. Neighbors. Speaking of neighbors. So mm. I live between, um, I have an old guy who's like 77 who is in like the Vietnam war. Um, and uh, he's a real surly old guy, right? Like, what the heck are you doing that for? You're doxing crooked. What the heck would you do over here? He's like mm-hmm. real on me. And he always have, has a comment for me. What a freaking waste of time, all that running you're doing up and down the street. Why on earth would anybody want to do that? He thinks it's the dumbest thing. And then when mm-hmm. I occasionally do something even a little more left field, he just looks at me and just shakes his head as I go by. Now he says nothing other than just the head shake. He goes, you're young and dumb still. Yeah. But when you turn 40, you'll learn. That's what he says. Yeah, it's tough to explain to people. I was doing the Hobie temple on that patch of grass in front of the state fairgrounds in one end. Mm-hmm ends at a dead end that is an, uh, a backdoor entrance gate for vendors into the state fair. So that's a great end to be doing your weird stuff on. But the other end ends on what's essentially the main street of our town, of our city here in West Dallas, Greenfield mm-hmm. Avenue. Uh, the Kind of the, the busiest place you could be in our city. And so Not on bad. one end, I'm doing my my work and feeling fine. Then I run down and now I'm doing walking lunges, burpee broad jumps and stuff like that. And there's just a stream of cars going by and I feel so uncomfortable. And this is what year 11 in the sport for me or 12 or something like that. And I'm still uncomfortable doing these type of things in public. So then I start like going halfway down and back. So I can always do my work down in the, in the sheltered corner where no one can see me. 
Yeah, that's just what it can. It is what it is. What is what near it is. me is a is a park on the lake, and when I did compromise work last year, you have these very leisurely older people who ride their bike very slow, and so you do your burpees, you run past them, you pass them while they're on their bike, and you're running and breathing like you know mm-hmm. you're dying. Then you get back down, do your strength move, they go past you again, and then you play this game of chicken and back and forth with like it. This happens every other time on this little piece, so I've avoided that now, but. Um, no, what we should do real quick while Rich is gone is we should, we should talk about him and what okay. you think he's going to do this weekend at High Rocks, at the High Racks in Anaheim. What's your prediction for Sir Rich Ryan? Let's get it out of here. He doesn't need to know we're talking about this. I th- oh. <laughs> <laughs> Dang it. He's 40 seconds faster. Yeah. 40 seconds gets him yeah, in. I think so. Yeah. I think, I think Rich is going to tank this weekend, but I could be wrong. Most likely. <laughs> Oh, he's getting, pretty. He's getting oh. too pretty. He's got hot. He's starting to sculpt his facial hair. Feeling myself over haircut. here. Yeah. Uh, Worst thing back at a really awkward time, Rich. Sorry about that. Worst thing I ever did during a workout, though, was stolen valor. I am, I am guilty of of having of using stolen valor. You familiar with stolen valor, Kirk? Uh, not well enough to know exactly what you're referring to. Where you claim military service. Or military uh, <laughs> accolades when you have none, where people will be people, like, "Yeah, I'm a veteran" or whatever, but they never served, and it's a it's a real big deal in the military community. Stolen valor is like one of the least honorable things you can do, and I did that during a workout. I was at this uh, this place called uh, Duck Pond. You ever do the Duck Pond workout back in the leaderboard days? I remember seeing it. I don't recall it. Well, Duck Pond is a location of my lowest form of uh, humanity. I was doing a workout there, and part of it takes you over where I was using. I was prepping for Killington, and they have a lot of bushwhacking, and there's the the, the county burn piles are there. So it's got all the brush and the yard clippings and stuff, and I was doing heavy carries up and over the brush piles, back and forth, carrying any sort of weird object I could get my hands on to prep for worlds. And... Uh, I got really tired of these people every time, like saying something to me, like, that's weird. Like you playing in the garbage boy and stuff like that. And by like, what are you doing? If I said, I'm training for special forces and they just shut up. Cause it's a, it's a real like patriotic part of the country. <laughs> but And then I felt like it, and like just a, a huge jerk the rest of the time. Cause it was the, I don't like, have you heard of Spartan race? No. Well, it's, if you heard of tough mudder, it's like that, but a competitive version. <laughs> I, How many I just times was, have you guys said that exact sentence in your lives? Oh, have you heard of Spartan race? No, it's, it's oh, a yeah. competitive tough mudder. Yeah. Anyway. So I, I had stolen Valor that day. I just told him I was training for special forces and the whole group just shut up and let me do the rest of my workout. I was, was doing like a three and a half hour workout of compromise running and heavy carries on the worst terrain I could find. And they were there just drinking yard beer and hanging out by the city dump the whole time. <laughs> like those type of people. And I, I couldn't think of anything else. And so Calderosa, Robert Killian, Arcadet. Arcad- I'm sorry. Um, did you have that in your back pocket or that just came out? Like, I like, didn't even these, think. If these guys start messing with me, I'm going to let them know. Every lap I came through, they had a smart comment. Mm. You know? Were you it sure was like, uh, probably not. Because so I was doing heavy carries in summer through refuse piles. It's probably real buggy. Mm. But yeah, I'd stolen Valor. Come after me. I, That's tough. I'll lay down and submit. That's tough. You're going to get a few messages about that and rightfully so. Yeah, I'm the that worst. That might be one of the lowest things you've ever done. Um, all right, you left Rich. Bracken talked about himself the whole time. 
So now we're back. Ding, 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 ding. Right, um, don't, the, don't, the outro. No, what? don't patronize our music. No. no ding, <laughs> ding, ding. You dinked it's it up. Not? That sounds so tacky. It's uh, doon, doon, doon. Oh. Ding, ding, ding. Like a, a girthy doon. Doon, doon. Yeah. Doon, doon, doon. Yeah, there we are. Doon, doon, doon. Doon, doon. Don't use that That's face with it, though. Tuesday, Tuesday, Tuesday. All right. Um, we, had high, we had high rocks this past weekend. Two of them. You guys check out the results. And anyone, I don't think I don't know if there. I think there was live coverage, but I was like, not watching it. Don't want to. Want nothing to do with it. Listen, we talked about a bit already here for the last five minutes while you were away. Rich, only thing people care about are what you think of the High Rocks results that came in this mm. weekend. So let's give you the floor here. We just had it. So the initial results came in the Malaga course. Malaga, Malaga. How are we doing, Elijah? Malaysia, I think you're right. <laughs> the and the times obviously were crazy. These Spanish races have been so fast. That, you called it. Yeah, said the same gear is going to be there, same equipment. Yep, and like the ropes are are the actual climbing ropes. The ropes we have in the U.S. are these like stretchy, more like battle rope type of ropes, like the synthetic type of material that stretches like crazy. So it's hard to get a good pull they have like actual climbing ropes what's that what would be the material manila like the actual climbing ropes are like made of like a a wood substance isn't it like a and whereas the other ones are synthetic like a monofilament exactly exactly you don't filament monofilament five that's got to be the lead for short that's the jack jack drops off and we just go high bro (laughs) that's how we roll (laughs) So there were some crazy times in Malaga. Uh, Jonathan Wynn, he in he came over for Chicago. He won that race in Malaga. He got under uh, fifty seven, and he raced in Chicago at the North American Championships. He got like ninth and got ran like sixty five in Chicago. His sled pull time was four fifteen. Did you catch his sled pull time in Malaga? So two thirty. Yeah, two forty seven. So oh, just man. that. Just that. and like that was expected. Looking at at that race at the start, the the, the starting list of who was going to be there, it was mostly athletes who were already qualified, except for our boy. I didn't know who was going to be there, Alphonse, the guy who was like the sixty nine himself. He ran sixty nine at North American Championships. Came over to North America to run sixty nine minutes and runs fifty eight, fifty something out of just. So from that person, it was just that it was that athlete who, who bumped my spot. It just kind of ruined my day for a while. And then the next race was in Cologne. And that one seemed to be, I mean, the German courses haven't been that favorable these past like month or two, but this one seemed like a little fast. Tom Hogan went from a 61 in Sweden against Bracken what was that? Two weeks ago? Three weeks ago? Coming up on let's call it three. We'll call it three weeks from the day. And then he ran. No, that would have been more like five. Five? Or at least I was there for two weeks. And I've been home for this is the third weekend home. Maybe. I'm gonna say three. So okay. Tom Hogan went from a 61-13 to a 58-47. His run time, his run and rock zone times combined in Sweden, it was 34 minutes. Here, it was 32.45 in Cologne. And his sled push went from a 259 to 229. Sled pull went from 
353 to 326. And then his burpee broad jumps were 309. Like, in what world can an athlete be over three minutes in burpee broad jumps and still run under 59 minutes? These courses just don't make any sense. And, like, Tom's, like, if you're looking at it, it's like, all right, my strategy is going to be to go way harder on the sleds and then improve my running. He's just like, I'm just going to do everything faster this time. And that's how I'm going to get a faster time. It did, like the runs aren't adding up. The sleds are obviously fast, but at least it's Tom Hogan and not Alphonse. <laughs> that's, that's my big. Let me, hi, Jack. Jack has joined us hey, by guys. the way. Hi, Jack. Work meeting. Stop I'll listen to your rant later, Riz, because I, I bet it's good. Oh, it's just started. It just started. started. It oh, just started. Okay. I don't All right. Um, what what I I think want to pick apart is what is his name Alfonso Alfonso no Alfonso no, no end just ends with an S Alfonso okay well that what's eleven minute difference between Chicago and this race in Spain is that right eleven minute di- difference so what is uh the question you have to ask right away is like what is the reasonable standard deviation of fitness from one race to another even if like let, assuming all courses are the same. Hmm how big of a swing is actually you could somehow be like, yeah, I could see it. 11 minutes. Is Megiddo. What did they do? Which is what? Yeah. I mean, uh, four uh, minutes. That's a good question, Kirk. Um, like what's reasonable for an improvement in, in the scope of correct. Correct. Three to four months. L- let's think of yeah, back in months, our two months. Let's think of back in our track days. Say that like you made your debut in, I don't know, 17 flat in a, 5k or something like that what's the variance throughout your season you're probably track to 60 re- minute high rocks I, I know i'm i'm just thinking of Half like marathon, throughout maybe. the course of a season a different event like we had a season that we could compare Drop an a identical minute. event yeah about a minute or so so you're looking at five six percent if you're at that speed same deal with the mile you might have debuted in like the 440s made it down into the 430s you, you know five five percent or so so it's five percent of an hour that's three Uh minutes i think three to three to four minutes like kent and Megita, when they made their improvements that was more race tactics and not fitness they went reverse too Megita went overseas got slower and came back to the and got faster well, it's what? like, are we are we crucifying a guy for no reason, right? Which he did nothing wrong. He showed up and raced, right? So he did nothing wrong. We're crucifying the system. Depends who so you ask. Correct. Well, yeah. Right. Well, let's hear it. I would love to hear it. But like, are we? It could be potentially be making a big deal out of nothing, or is this like? There's just no way. There's just no way that somebody can get 11 minutes better over a high rocks course in the span of what a month and a half, whatever. 11 was, minutes even. is the outliers. He blew up. He definitely blew in 69. Sure. Right. Of course. Cut it in half. Here's the thing. This was so predictable and this was worst case scenario. We all said he's probably good, but he's probably not because you know one of these courses is going to hit. One of these Euro courses, and you even said it's going to be Spain, is going to hit. It's going to be that course. And you're going to see a whole bunch of people go crazy fast. Now, luckily, not enough guys went through that you're out. Like You can still make up two spots. Mm-hmm. It's not like seven guys all popped. They did, but five were in. And but this was so predictable. We knew it was going to happen. We knew it didn't mean anything, and yet it doesn't matter. There's no asterisk. They just get in. So when I saw that, I thought this is a nightmare 
for rich because you are, to- this is helpless. It's a helpless nightmare, literally a nightmare where you're sitting there and you can't stop the bad guy from doing it. And yet it's going to happen. It, it, and that's, that's the, the problem with it, that it is like a helpless feeling. Like I'm not going, like I could potentially not get to race any of these guys all year to, to prove my point. Like I'm just being not intentionally, intentionally pushed out of these races, but because of the system, I might not be able to get there. You know, so I can't even like help my case in terms of results because they're just not necessarily willing to to open that up. And it's like, what's what's the the alternative, right? It's like go to Europe, race in Europe, and like sure, but is that reasonable? Is that something that I like an athlete should have to do and chase? Hyrox has become that. That's what it seems like. Who has? Who's finding the races that are going to be faster consistently? And there's been a couple athletes who you who have definitely gone out of their way to find to like they know the same things that I know. It's like Spain's gonna be fast. Same athletes show up there. And and they, they are not Spanish, right? They could have gone to Germany, didn't. So it's like who can find the fast courses? That's what Hyrox has turned into this season. What's left this year? Copenhagen, Hong Kong. Um, London and Anaheim. Oh, Anaheim. I think. Is what Anaheim the only race this weekend worldwide, or is there another? Oh, there's a there, hit. No, it's there's just, always elites, too, just, I thought. Just Anaheim, then London's next weekend, and then okay. that's a two day event. That should be interesting. And then Hanover in Germany, then Copenhagen. And Hong Kong's the same day as Copenhagen. So. Also, two days. You kind of really screwed yourself by moving to Colorado, and you're in Philly. Just a quick dip over, just, it would have been real nice. And now, easy you're just, peasy. Yep, lying in your own grave there, middle of the world, stranded in the middle of nowhere out here. <laughs> so we should have done it this year to prove a point, but it's too late. But next year, if the first Spanish race goes according to form, we should just race brain sponsor you and whoever else to just go over there and prove a point in the second race. Like if this is what it is, it really, we have to prove a point. Everyone go run 55 and just say, okay, but you can't do it on the first one because what if they change the equipment? Exactly. Like that, the investment to get there, you have to know that it's going to be one of those. They're going to like Europeans. Put... Once you're in Europe, it's a hundred dollar flight anyway. Mm-hmm. Right. It's worth the risk. They're going to put like sandpaper on the, on the course for if they know Rich is coming over, it's going to be the only slow one that they ever have just right. to... Just mm-hmm. backfire. That's what Makita thinks. Makita thinks whenever he goes to Europe, he just doesn't get good courses. Just go announce. Just sign up day of, and you're there. Hunter was a was the case study that we could have used this year, but he decided to skip all of the American yeah. courses and just go right to the fast one and be like, mm-hmm. "Look how fucking awesome I am!" And that's just what happened. And now we don't have his 58 that he would could have ran earlier in the year to compare to his 54. He just has a 54. Now it's like, wow, mm-hmm. Hunter's amazing. It's like what. Yes, yes, and you know the old improv. Yes, and you don't say no to that. Anybody? No. Okay. I get you. Got me. Well, w- let's talk about you for a second, Rich. Then, because I think all the listening audience, anybody who takes the time to listen, wants to know on a fair course what what do you need to do this weekend to to ensure you're going to get in. That's what everybody wants to know. You're bumped out of the top 15, if we haven't made that clear. Rich is now at 17th, 18th, in the world, top 18th, top 15, make it to Worlds. He got bumped out by the fast. 17. 
times this weekend. So now, Rich, you're out again. You're out. Let's pull it up. Jack I and thought he's, th- I thought he's three off. And who? Uh, the James Kelly. And is there there's a roll down for this though? Correct. If somebody's injured or doesn't declare, they at least roll down to fifteen. They'll try to fill the field, or they have some dumb high rocks rule where they don't do that too. Oh, there's probably a dumb high rocks rule. Yeah, it's probably like it can roll down until like if, it hits rich. But if like <laughs> their initials still, still are, start with R, yeah, sure. if they're the same first and last initial, then they got to move past. You're out, yeah, okay. Yeah. So let's see. Let, let's see what you guys think. So the time. The last time in is 58-47. I think this is all solved by the cues being taken out. That solves everything. Taking out the cues? Just take out the cues. Slide it all up. Yeah. Hmm. The um So who who's behind you who still might race again? Because you know James is probably thinking the same exact thing on the uh the, he'll probably his, run his yeah. yeah he'll probably run as many times as he can i mean yeah. he's from australia and if he's hanging out in europe in he'll probably UK, try to hit yeah. all three of them martin just the germans yeah martin and Dieter, they've they've both raced pretty well or they've made the top 15 in the past right Dieter ran Dieter set the open world record earlier this year which i thought was just like come on dude and he ran open this past weekend i think he's just Going after okay. the open, so respect. What's um, his open time? Like fifty. It got broken. Fifty-five. It wasn't. So a, it wasn't faster. Wasn't faster than Hunter's time. Yeah. Oh my god. Then Martin's not in great shape. This Peter Schiller, he just ran sixty-one on this other course that yeah isn't fast. That was, that was like Tiago, right? Tiago ran. They ran like the exact same time. And actually, yeah. I think Tiago is his coach. And so, from what what I'm seeing Tomas here. To I know Eugenio Bianchi is going to race again. Um, he posted it, but I don't think he's ready to it, get it in could, the top sixty yet. It could be Seb because he's not in this. Seb's the only wild card right now. Yeah, in my, in my eyes. Honestly, well, for those of you who can't see, though, just so I mean, not most people oh, yeah. watch this. You basically have some do. Well, 200. you have about five guys running in the 58s right now. You have another seven in the 59s or eight in the 59s. And then in one hour flat, how many, if you scroll down, we've got how many, I mean, hour flat, you got another eight guys. So like you collectively have 20, 20 guys or more that are all within striking distance. If they're racing, if they pop one or get a good course, like you still have 20 guys on the doorstep waiting to knock the door down just mm-hmm. like you rich now you're closer to the door than some of these guys but like there's that many people f- having similar thought processes as you right now i would imagine they 20 missed, guys they miss there's no more spain so that's true yeah that's, so this is all like you need to know well it's not like but i'm just pointing out it's not like we're just it's like oh me and a handful of guys are trying i think if you look at this list you realize how many how deep the field is on those fringe times right now, it's actually deeper than I had thought. So there are like 15 to 20 who think that they can pull a rich. Correct. But yeah. correct. That's really like these, like this, like you think he ran in Barcelona and they're in 60 minutes there. Like chances of getting another course like that, that is like two and a half minutes fast. And you still I'm not saying it's it. realistic. I'm saying that people think they can. They're on they, the, the they know that they know that they can't. I think they the only like, stat we need to look at because we've talked this to death, is look at the big cues. The people who are auto in, two of them would not be in if it weren't for the queue. <laughs> yeah. And the third would be the last qualifier. 
So three guys who all have a shot at the podium at Worlds, uh, Michael, David, and Dylan, would maybe not even make it on time. And yet they made podiums at championships. That's all we need to know is that three of the five wouldn't make Worlds. Well, Dylan had a faster, wasn't he like 58? He would probably be, yeah, he'd be. He did that earlier in, in the between year. Florian and, and Bo. But, okay, I, but so your point is valid. Yeah. Yeah. And and Magida has like a 58 high. So I don't think he would be in. I think he had nope. a 58 Th- 50. Those, those big Q times are simply from the European and US champ- or North American championships. Yeah. Because yep. Alex and Tim had 56s. Sandy doesn't have anything faster than 58 44. So he'd be very close to the back. He'd be the last. Yeah. You know, we saw him. What was he, six last year? Yes. Yeah. So the tough thing about this style is from like a viewer standpoint, it's amazing because it's like the cards and the deck has just been shuffled and we can't make any sense of it based on what we're seeing. Right. It's like I'm really going to be hanging by a thread when the world champs comes because I actually have no idea who's the best because these times mean literally nothing to Mm. me. In your case, when it's like you want to earn your spot, it's very, very frustrating. From a viewer standpoint, I still think it leaves like a a bigger question mark. Like, what's going to really happen here? The 15th guy could win, potentially. And if you're like interesting from that standpoint, it's not fair to the athletes. But from a viewer standpoint, it's probably, I don't know, it's like rolling the dice. And that's fun for a viewer. Not fair to the athlete, but fun for the viewer. If you're not quite in the know. Right. Like if you know what Tiago Lusa has done since and, and uh, uh, picking sure. on him again, like it's not his fault again that he ran this fast time on this fraudulent course early in the year and he hasn't been able to replicate it even close. Like you look at this on paper, you're like, oh, he has a shot. He doesn't. <laughs> like, you know, Graham Holiday is probably similar to that as well. We haven't seen, really seen him race anybody, but he like had a five minute PR in one race and that's what he's in. Like, can he do I'm it again? Thiago. I huh? consider not going to Worlds if I'm Tiago. He, right? he put him to Worlds before, though. Knowing so what's going to happen this year, though, yeah, I can. I, I I'm not saying he doesn't belong there. He ran the time. You go, but it's so. If we play this game where we take one-on-one matchups, it's the easiest way to decide who's actually better. Is put your money on the line. Let's say life's on the line. We have to put Rich up against the Invaders. He stands for us. Our whole country is wiped out if he loses. And we start at number 17 and we put them one-on-one down the list. When do we start getting nervous? Totally. When do we start thinking our life might be on the line? It's not at 17, 16, 15, 14, 13, 12, 11, 10, 9. Ryan Kent would make me nervous. To- Tobias. But- Tobias, that's who I'd say. To- oh, yeah, Tobias. Tobias yeah. and Kent would make me nervous. So now two out of 10 we've gone past. Then Joffrey, no. Hunter, yes. Dylan, yes. David, yes. Sandy, yes. Tim, maybe not. Maybe. Yeah. Alex, a, yes. The, there are what, like, what if you went the other way? Yeah. Is there anybody like that? Oh, going down? Yeah. Um, no. 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 All right. Just making I sure. I, I don't think so. James Kelly's good and he, and he will, he's new to it, but like, again, he couldn't do it on that course that he just had. Like, so we're talking seven guys would make us nervous. Out of 17. So what do you think? 57-30, is kind of where I was, would really actually feel okay. About- so you got to be sub-58. 
definitely have a 57 attached to your name, but how often does that happen on U.S. soil? Like twice, right? I don't, I don't know if that's going to be needed. I mean, I think 5736, you're good. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Sorry, sorry, 5836, 5836. I truly oh, believe that. May, maybe, potentially. But because those guys will have other cracks at it. They have more cracks at it, but they haven't done it yet. And there's not a special course waiting that we're aware of. Will it shock me if six go under 58 again? No, it won't. <laughs> but we don't have a Spain waiting. Right. That's done. Copenhagen is probably going to use all the same stuff that, uh, that um, what's it called? <laughs> Sweden used. It's probably going to be all the same. That's the closest country to them. That they and I believe use they it. use the German equipment in so, Sweden. As long as they don't set it up like one German course we saw, as long as it's like all the others. Right. It's probably going to be a pretty honorable course, maybe a minute max. And that's these guys have all been on courses that are a minute or so better. So I think if you break, if you beat Bo, you're good. Good start. Yeah. But you can I, do. I wouldn't feel good about it. Though. I would still be worried. If I was in front of Graham, I would be like, I, I would feel okay booking a ticket. Yeah, Rich still mm-hmm. might be looking at Google Flights after uh, mm-hmm. if he. Moves oh no, you don't 14th. book with. Yeah. you don't book with fifty eight. No, yeah, but you might make for sure. And yeah. I think you're right. Like, like if you're Tiago, it's like, should I? Do I belong? Should I go to this race? And Sandy just is coming off some sort of illness. He had a really tough showing in Cologne. So, and the way that his head is up and down, he might be thinking, fuck this. I'm, I'm, I don't think I'm, I'm going to go <laughs> either, but can't count on a roll down. You guys probably had someone like this in your school. We had uh, at UW Whitewater, we had Jeremy Bogarden, who was, he's either going to DNF or he's going to qualify for nationals every race he ever ran. <laughs> he, he just, he, he dropped out of more races than anyone I'd ever seen. And it never affected his confidence. He always knew the next one was going to be spectacular. And then he blow he blew up and it wouldn't happen. And then the next one, he ran 149.99. <laughs> <You know? laughs> like, that's just who he was. And I, I got to assume that Tiago and Sandy are like that. That they keep coming back and popping stuff that when you're used to going up and down, it doesn't affect you the way it would affect us. Where if we ran six minutes slower than we're used to, we'd question our lives and our training. And they're just like, yeah, this is what happens. And then the next one, I PR. Maybe. I mean, well, if I'm rich, I'm looking back at what happened with Deca, where you know you just kind of peaked right at the right time, and then you shocked a bunch of people. Your fitness came into right, right at the right moment, and you're about a month away from this as well. You're a week away from Anaheim. I think it's you're going to put it all together, and you're going to get in those high fifty sevens. But high rocks will incentivize people for running super fast when it really doesn't matter at all in the beginning of the season and still have them be in the championship slots. So, I mean, this is just something we've been dealing with. Go ahead. I have a question about course designers, the Steve Hammonds of the high rocks world, we will call it. Now, I don't know the answers to this, but this is right where my brain goes is who, who's putting together and course designing and actually doing logistics. Is it, is there a United States course designer and then there's a European course designer or by country specific? How much money do we need to send him or her? <laughs> Those yeah. are the questions that keep me up at night. And and is it really come down to like if this 
if course designer had to be like, dude, you, you got to make Anaheim fast. Like could said course designer do that within the confines of the rules? Like could a course purposefully be designed fast? And how much does this actually fall on the guy who's getting paid to organize the trinkets in the venue? I just wonder about that. I understand sleds matter. I understand carpet matters. I understand, but like the ins and the outs and the, the geography of the space itself heavily depends on probably the race design director, right? So like, is there just like, is there not like a standardization there? I'm just very curious about that side of things. Cause here we are just saying like, well, we'll just see what they give us, but no, it's a human being choosing the best layout in that venue. There has to be some inner workings there that we could riot at their house or like I said, send them hate mail or bribery. Yeah. Or just befriend them. Be very nice to or them. Be, or yeah, just take that road. I guess I was thinking more hostile, but it's a weird fine. Philadelphia There's, route to take. There, there, yeah. <laughs> There's multiple ways to approach this problem. So but do I we think, know that? I guess my question is, do we know this? I guess we don't need to out the person, but like, that's a thing, right? A U.S. course designer. How does that work? Gotta be. Yeah, I think you're right on, Kirk. I think that there is, there are different designers for different countries, for different franchises. And those are the people who are in charge of designing and setting up these courses. <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I honestly don't know who it is. Here don't you or think there. no matter what side of the pond you are at or what venue, you could make a course faster or slower if you wanted to, and still nobody would scoff at the minor changes, I would imagine, or vice versa, slower, right? I feel like it, the the subjectivity falls in the design and that's, I don't know, makes me feel icky. That's all. It's clearly not being checked by someone at like corporate, right? Yeah, it's like, if you guys ever uh, get on the rower or the skier, do you ever check your damper setting? And it's supposed to be at like 120 plus or minus 10 or so. Like that, I don't drag, know. The, drag factor. Damper drag or drag factor? factor? Not damper set. Yeah. Uh, drag factor. Okay. You can check that on the, the console, click a few buttons. But, but anyway, like there's no drag factor for the carpets like you could easily calculate that you could be like hey the coefficient of friction is this let's literally measure it now you've got it and they just don't do a an apples to apples uh comparison for the the base factor for stuff like that i'm gonna just say that as much as i'd like it that's asking too much that's that's really just catering to like four people Okay. The sleds are just going to be a problem no matter what, and no matter yeah. where we are, like from lane to lane. I'm trying to give a valid argument. Well, it's I relatively think you, valid. It's a valid argument. Yeah. And if this were the Olympics or like a national federation, you'd have to. But the easy thing to do there is to have a standard supplier of turf. And you just use that every time. You buy new and you resell right after the event. You have to and be you an let the pros go first. An mm. international distributor also so that it's available in, in I Europe. I don't care about that, truly, because we also think that you should have your times only qualify you for your regional championships. So it's yeah. apples and apples, oranges and oranges over here. And then the regionals get you through to Worlds. But if you just had one supplier and you bought new every time, even if it was the dirt cheapest supplier, we don't care if it's good. It could be the worst turf or carpet known to man as long as it's the same every time. And then you get rid of it after the event and get a new one. And the pros always go first. That's the way to make the sled even. It doesn't have to be good, just even. 
All I'm saying is if Steve Hammond wanted to make a slow course, he could make a slow course. And if yep. he wanted to make a fast course, he could make a fast course. And I bet you the high rocks course designer could do the exact same thing if him or her wanted to. How would I, you? I'm just going to that. I think these runs are fucked up. I don't yeah. think these runs are all right. Uh, total 8K with with the rock zone and the running compared. Like, I don't when think you see that a 230 in the run, I'm like, I'm not trusting the other measurements that you're making in here. It just doesn't make sense. Right. So I like that's how you would do it. Just make it like a little bit short each time and be like, yeah, that's a close enough. It's well, we saw that 8K. we saw that with the the Spain race where the first and last runs were were faster than the middle six, which usually means the middle six are long, but the middle six were fast. <laughs> which means like that's how you would do it. You would right. make sure that there's no extra run on any one lap and they're all a little short and you would stack that rock zone so that it was super efficient. That'd yeah. be the quickest right. way to make a fast course. Yeah. Then you yeah. don't measure the wall ball targets to the height. You make it inch or two low. Tom Hogan saying our courses are faster because we have square targets. They have circle targets in Europe. <laughs> Fuck out of here with that. Kidding me. That's like saying the shape of the backboard would change the, your shooting percentage. Yeah, right, right. Uh, yeah, you could you could rig it. What else other than the run, though? What would you do? You could show, pop, make, you can make oh, the lunges can, a little shorter. You can make the farmers a little shorter. Could remove a plate from the sleds. Yeah. You know, I'm not talking more. cheating. I'm no, sorry. It happened in world championships. Well, severity of turns, can't you? I mean, if you the space turns. allows, you could less less sharp turns at least, so we're not losing momentum. That's an easy one. Obviously, longer or shorter rock zones. That's right, gonna, puzzle pieces to yeah. shorten the rock zones. And, and like the 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 cons- like the thinking that you need to do for a rock zone. I we just saw the, the course layout just came out for Anaheim. It's going to be a little bit confusing. It's like you come in, like you turn, you got to go up and like they're not sequential and the in and out are in different spots. So like making in and out in the same spot, having it be like somewhat equidistant and in a sequential order, which they've been doing in Europe. They've just been putting them in line, like skier, sled push, sled pull, uh, burpees, like great idea, but they haven't really done that. We're not getting that here. But so I think that would be a way to do it. Just making it make sense for the athlete. Yeah. Do you find if you're unsure of where you're at on course that there's a little hesitation when you come by an enter point, you like, like you are slowing pace or momentum to make sure you're not making a mistake or does that not impact your lead in speed? I actually stopped this last race and looked back. It was Austin Azar who's behind us. And I was like, are we going in? I, just, I, didn't, I wasn't trying to do a Meg Jacoby out there. I like literally stopped mm-hmm. and I was going to run back to the board to see. So I just completely forgot. <laughs> But uh, there's a little so bit of that. I'll be answer, running. A, yes. I'll be running around and like looking into the rock zone to see where it is, just to confirm. That's how we do it. So we'll see. We got Anaheim. It should be good. Me, Anas, he's going after top time. Kent will be there. Hunter will be there. It's gonna be. We're gonna be throwing down. Meg's coming Here's out. Chance. She's running. Yeah. 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 Meg will be running on the women's end. I don't know who else will be out on the women's side. Um, Camilla Massa just went over to Malaga. She ran a PR 65. 60, yeah. 66, yeah. 14. Oh, okay. I thought it was 65 high, but yeah. Yeah. She, she's just outside the top 15. The 15th time is, uh, 65, 50. And mm. last year there was an extreme roll down. Remember that's how Chris mm-hmm. got in. I think that's how Camilla got in last year too. So we'll see if that's something that will happen this year as well. 
So we've seen Camilla race a lot. What was mm-hmm. her case study? How much did she drop? Was that a minute and a half? Yeah, something like that. Let me pull that up actually. Cause yeah, I think it was close to that'd that. be a reliable case study of one. Yes. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. And that's enough statistical evidence, right, Jack? No, easily. I would publish this. I think we should we should we could publish whatever we wanted. We, <laughs> yeah. Everything we say is just spot on perfect. And we're gonna draft. We're gonna draft today. We're doing that. We just gotta get this rant out of the way because it's it's real. 6739 to a 66 so minute 15 so not incredibly fast yeah 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 maybe we're crucifying a guy for no reason then it's too bad probably not sorry alphonse coming over here 69 minutes it's a 58 something you gotta be kidding me (laughs) (laughs) all right so there's also go ruck to talk about this upcoming weekend. We'll we'll just cover that next week. Um, it seems yeah. like that's we don't know be, what the events are going to be. It's, they're it's keeping all speculation it real. They're point. keeping it real close. I have a hot take. I think go ruck. The ending of go ruck last year was worse than the ending of the Super Bowl this year. I thought the Super Bowl was fine this year. Oh come on, that ending. Come on, dude. No, no, I'm I'm just saying that because the Eagles lost. I know why you're saying, Jack. Yeah. It's a bunch of athletes who want to go do something that doesn't involve just aerobic capacity. And there's a bunch of everyone else playing military. That's and exactly. I know I don't have grounds to stand on with well, military. You, you got no, you, this. you've got no problem claiming it. So you're justified but in doing it. it well, I said it before. You can't mix the worlds. You can't score or run a competition, a sporting competition on military standards because they're all about confusion and keeping you in the dark. And it's so bad for consuming it was awesome to watch the games it was awesome to watch hunters but when you don't know the scoreboard then you're just i don't know you're watching you might as well be watching something in a foreign language with no subtitles like it's it's entertaining but you don't know what's going on so maybe we won't cover it next week maybe we'll just like (laughs) do what we did just now it's like this was something that happened it's really cool it's not a sporting event it would definitely be fun if i didn't have goals i would do it you you do a multi-day overnight one seems out of your if i if i didn't care if i was just like this is fun yeah i'm gonna so i could be then i can be like hey back off i'm i'm training for military stuff (laughs) yeah you need to get your dog locked down rich yeah carl is way too talkative what's the plumber doing in there (laughs) <laughs> got some kind of backup man car dachshunds great dogs very loving super cute not friendly don't want to be don't want to meet new people <laughs> i didn't uh, i didn't actually consume any of the go rec games other than what was shoved down my throat on social media by the accounts i follow so mm-hmm. i i have very low anticipation for it but i'll probably watch it this year since we don't have this podcast and we should know i enjoyed it but you did yeah, yeah i don't i don't i didn't watch. but it's entertainment not sports that's my yep. stance they also had the savage race component which like that little cool short course was pretty cool last year mm-hmm. um i don't know i it, it was pretty entertaining i i've got my money on chris i think she's gonna she's gonna dominate it now that they have the unknown overnight element Here's my question to always determine whether it's a sporting event or an entertaining competition. 
is what are you, what's the test for this? What are we finding out? Like the NBA finals finds who the best team is at the end of the year. Super Bowl finds out who is the best team of everyone who made the playoffs and can put it together. Ironman championships find out who the best is at Ironman in Kona. Mm. Marathon tests who the best marathoner is. What is the GORUCK Games test? Like what you find out who the best go rucker go rucker. but it's not but it's not, it's not even because yeah. they got that done first yeah <laughs> they were done with it last year the the half marathon ruck on the beach counted the same as like that sandbag the, the, kettlebell throw yeah. over your head so yeah, the, the reverse toss yeah and then yeah. they did a one mile they really one mile. heavy go ruck which yep. is not go ruck there is no one mile event in go ruck and then after that it it was uh the wrestling the military crossfit games just wrestling dude Elbows yeah, in, so, elbows in, you win. Jared didn't know that. So, anyways, I, I, if it can't, I think it's you just can't like tell grit. Me. It's just grit. grit. Yeah. With this. Is it the grit game? Is Savage yeah, Riggs gritty? Who, who can? They already have the grit games. You can't test grit here. <laughs> anyways, if you can't tell me what the winner is the best at, it's not a sport. It's definitely not a sport. If darts sure. is a sport. You are the best darter in the world. The dartist. That's a sport. Dartor. It may not be a dynamically athletic sport but it's a sport baseball is a sport what about laser pistols it's a sport go ruck games are games that's where i stand so this is a decent segue into our 3k series yep that's what we're here to talk about we're here to talk about 3k series so before we get into it we're gonna be drafting we're bringing back this old gimmick i wanted to open it up and see if we wanted to change anything i have thoughts you guys have thoughts you guys overwhelmed the shit out of me when I opened my inbox in that group chat after being away for three hours. I was like, as four, three nerds jabbering at each other about how to do this draft. And I was like, I'm not even going to read this. So, so no, I have no, no thoughts. thoughts. Okay. I no, my thoughts are either. Oh, oh, okay. Goodness. I read whatever was said right before me and I responded as if that was the whole conversation. <laughs> I was being a terrible team. So, so I got I, to it too late to add any valuable input. This was my so, feeling. So what I'm hearing from this, Rich and I are going to have to decide because we were the only two who cared. I cared. I, I didn't gave say good I didn't suggestions. Care. Oh, I don't you know cared, what you cared enough said. not to look at it. You guys, you some of us me. work for a living and can't yeah. be on their phones. Exactly. All we're out here working right now. Come yeah. on. I'll tell you what. Put me on the clock. <laughs> <laughs> Whenever I go on Instagram, which isn't that often, every post I see says liked by Kirk Dewitt. So I, I don't want to hear that you can't be on your phone because you are the box. most common. Like, you know it's like by blank and 600 oh, it's others. Because 10, it's the 000. coolest person that you're friends with. It always puts them first. But you still had to have liked it. <laughs> you did still have to. Yeah. You, I find the most spot? random video. It's terrible. It'll be like it's... a turtle wrestling a golfer. I see so many. Like, Bracken, I back you up on this. There was one oh, yeah. the other there was one the other day and it was this like leopard sitting on the, on a corner of a, or a part of a hill. And then a bird comes and like pecks it in the head. And then it runs up a tree and just like takes it out the top 20 feet up. And it said like by Kirk DeWint and others. Yep. And I was like, love that. How did that, you see this one? Fed, that would get fed to me. Aunt nature yeah. animals are right in my wheelhouse. I like all that. Seems stuff. an algorithm. Okay. Risky ones though. When you're be like, look at this girl showing all this on Instagram. You're like that is not true. Look he's at this in, guy. He's, he's, in, he's, he's empowering. Liked by Kirk Dewin. He's empowered by Kirk Dewin. I'm a supporter. <laughs> too bad. Bracken's too cool. Bracken, I'm his co-host, and Bracken will be like, "Saw you crush your tempo run on Instagram today." Doesn't like it. Doesn't, <laughs> doesn't Bracken is too cool to support his friends. I'm not he just too cool saw it. to support my friends. <laughs> Including animals. 
Appreciate I mean, the support, on, Kirk. Send out that love. Yeah. Because but anyways, I think it's contraindicated to be messaging the race brain group chat during one-on-one personal training sessions. Like, hold on, let me I'll get that bar off your chest in a second. I'm just figuring out the draft we're doing for fans. <laughs> let's <laughs> let's make this up. leopard. <laughs> yeah, just, just this don't do that on that time either <laughs> okay. are, are you right. two fighting should you guys break up your team is that what's going on no way no, bonk, bonk. no? We, okay we just make sure so we have an idea of how we're going to do this specific yeah. draft we'll talk oh, hold on Re- real quick rich i oh. i just wanted to no i just wanted to give credit because i'm never going to say it again kirk and bracken won last year you got second place i got dead last it's not happening again i just had to Give a wrap up of last season and just publicly air that I got last place. We got to eat some pizza. Should we do we, something? Actually. Is dabbing still cool? Like, what do we need to do to celebrate here? Yeah, let's see. Let's it. Tr- try it. Let's do see it. how cool it looks. <laughs> Come I'm on. Three, two, one. Two, one. one. <laughs> Dad's dabbing. Isn't six. this? We've done two. Things. No, I won the first year. You only debuted last year. You were. I was not involved. You're still. I'm. I'm undefeated. It'll be like how the Lakers. We are undefeated. How Lakers in the like bubble? They, they um, not the bubble that counts, but they count their Lakers. like Minnesota Lakers. Mm, yeah, they count their championships as the LA Lakers. So Kirk has uh, must be a Minnesota thing. Second place, yeah, yeah, must be a Minnesota thing. I crumbled. Want to know? I collapsed badly. I'd say you're like 0.5 and 0, but that's fine. So we know how we're doing this draft. The depth across both genders was a little bit. That was our conversations. Like, how are we going to do this draft when there are eight women that we know who are going to be at this race. That was the main concern on my end. Jack said, it's fine. I said, you're wrong. Bracken said, you're wrong. And then forgot what he said, came back later and said, (laughs) actually, Jack's right. So we went with, we're going to do what Jack wanted to do for this one. But overarching draft ideas to change or just the competition ideas, how we could change things. I know it's perfect. I know it's basically perfect what we've created. It's amazing. But what if it could be better? Right. So I had some small ideas. So, and Jack, this is going to be coming from your world a little bit. So what if we had, if we were given like. Persona uh, winner? No, stop this. We won't. Don't you hate when you're trying to roll something out and someone. Uh, I'll mute. Cuts you off at the knees. I'm going to mute. I'm going to mute everybody. And what if we have some kind of like reverse card or like a block card that we can use once for that the whole season. And if it's like somebody's going to pick somebody picked somebody that we wanted or something like that, or just, this is going to be a real advantage. They block and they can't pick that person. You get to use it once, once a season. Uno rules. Uno ish. Everyone gets an uno card. Everybody gets an uno card. Draw four. At what point in the draft can you do that? Whenever you want, but only once the entire season. Can you, after somebody's already drafted them? Yes. You can just pull them right back into your pocket. You could say no. Right. And you could use it if, and say, yeah, like you can use it however you want. Could we bracket and I reverse get one? Because then I'm in. You get half. You each get half. All right. Is it a amorphous card where it can, it can, you can use it as a block or you can use it as a, I want the first pick or use it as a skip you this round? Like, is it a, a all powerful card or does it have one specific purpose? I would lean on multiple cards if we wanted, <laughs> but then we're getting, we, and this is what I'm saying, this is Jack's world. Have you seen Jack's game wall? It's like, okay. Pretty impressive. Yeah. I, I, having heard everything and listened to some of it, I'm going to vote for one card because if we have multiple cards, people will try to play them. Like what if we both want the number one pick 
for the championship race and we all have it waiting. Can we all use it? Is it who plays it last or should we just have one you can use all year? I think that it should be individual people, not I draft first this round. Cause that's like a huge effect. You get 10, 11 picks that this one card does. I think it's like, Oh, you want Lindsay? No, I'm taking Lindsay. That that's what I'm saying. I would argue the person matters more than the draft order. Unless you want to draft second. Oh, there are pros and cons of each position. I, I, I'm saying I think it should apply one single pick in your entire draft, not okay. the order A, B, or C. What other cards are you thinking, Rich? <clears throat> um, I was something along those lines. Yeah, like a rever- like reverse, right? So they can pick, like reverse the order of the draft once per season, whatever. I, I have another one, kind of like who wants to be a millionaire, where you phone a friend and they have to pick one for you. Like you can have Megiddo on the line or something like that. But No bad ideas in brainstorming. Yes, and. Yes, and. <laughs> so Megiddo picks Megiddo. Not to do that. Yeah, yeah Megiddo picks Megiddo. <laughs> um, how about another one where you can go two times in a row, only once, but you have to use it in a certain round or later? I'm, I'm just spitballing ideas. I think that could work the same way. Or no, I guess that wouldn't. That would be reverse. That'd be like the reverse card. Well, I thought reverse you can use to like prevent someone from getting someone. Now and you can like stack fourth and fifth round picks. I like or one cock like block card. I do like that. We'll call it that. We don't need to call it that. <laughs> no, we can't. Shouldn't shouldn't say that. Put in the wheel of names. So yeah, I like a block card. That's okay. Um, I don't know what else, Jack. From your gaming background, could there uh, be? Honestly, I like the Uno reverse because everybody can relate to it. Honestly, it can um, get a little confusing. I think that so so there are some games where like you just eliminate a token and that card or whatever can't be used this game. Imagine if like you get that and it's like, we're not picking Atkins today and could do something like that. I think if we get too many cards, like even more than like two or three, it's going to be a gong show with all of us being able to use cards every draft. It's going to be too much of a mess. So I I like Rick's idea. Rich's idea of one per season total, not every week. That's good. Like we might forget about this and then Palmerton rolls around and it's like, oh, guess what we still have. The corral tries to take BK. I say block. Yeah. And then I just don't take you. And I just just leave it. (laughs) Just to (laughs) bite me. No one can take it. (laughs) Uh, One block card per season. I like a block card. I'm cool with that for sure. And it's just blocking the athlete. So yes, if you try to take At- Atkins, I say block, you still get your pick. He doesn't skip your pick. You just can't pick that one person and then say, yeah, okay. I think we should have some sort of card or rule in place for info we don't have on draft day. We need to have a rule of like, oh shoot, Atkins is coming down to Palm Beaches. And we didn't know during our draft. And then we're like, ah, oh, who gets this person? Well, your person, I think we need to have button up a system for post-drafting. Because Waivers that has be happened. I said that yesterday. Not. Okay, oh. well, I didn't even read that. When? I said there should be no post-draft ads. Yeah. Either that, just some sort of rule so we don't have to have uh, this whole back-end sorry. Like, conversation. Not No post-draft ads, but the waiver wire is only people who are already declared. So if your person's injured or doesn't go, that's fine, but you can only replace them with someone who was already declared. So if original. Nicole's, if Lindsay shows up and like, I had Jezebel Kramer and now she's not going to be there and I can't grab Lindsay. 
Like whoever declares is the only okay. Yes. yes. Only acceptable yes. people. I, I think if the you didn't get back to Jack, you don't you're not in the draft. So that's right. Respond. Yeah, answer me. I know it's important to everybody. I think another one um for, we for declaring waiver order, let's just use the wheel of names. Okay. Just, it's that was as a little fair bit. as it gets. It's yeah. random. Okay. We'll just do one, two, three. The last two go head to head, and then you know we'll just keep that order, and then snake it back if you need multiple rounds. But only Could you use a block me. on waiver on the wheel of names. Wheel of names is untouched. No, not on the wheel of names. But like, that's if, risky because it's like you. You're probably waiver. Getting... No, because it's done after the show. The block yeah. will be fun during the show. Okay. Exactly. So we're getting a block card. Waivers will be by Wheel of Names. So and the block only card declared only, athletes. Does the block card take the athlete off the table completely or just away from that draft at that time? Just from that team. Oh, so, okay. So you can't get them no matter what. But that's so all If you pick card. first and Jack's second and we want to take Atkins and he blocks you, he can take him next. And then you if can he block doesn't take him. Just block from the yes. I could use my block from, right away, Yeah, God. from that one pick that instance. Yes. And only then, the current round. But well, if isn't it comes everybody back, gonna do this for Nicole right out of the gates because she's gonna win by 15. But you only get one. That's how you want to use your block card? I'm not I'm gonna, just saying. I'm not gonna right. do it that way. It's an eleven minute time cap, so I don't think she's winning by fifteen. I'm only gonna use it leave it to Nicole. As soon as Jack uses his I'm a, I mean, that's it. Just out of spite. Let's get ready. I've played a lot more board games. I know when to use this stuff. That's that's something to brag about. Yep. <laughs> that's how I like to spend my time. Yeah. To suck on that. Yeah. Okay. We've been playing some board games too. Wait, yeah, yeah. <laughs> waivers. By I haven't played a board games. game since I was thirteen. Nerds. Risk. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. Shoots and ladders. You guys play right? That's a thing you guys do. That's real hot these days. I have a workout called shoots and ladders and that's what's hot i know that's that's what i was referring to <laughs> we've been playing clue i never bunk, played bunk, clue bunk, growing bunk, up bunk, bunk, bunk. um i will ignore your comment about clue and then we will move on to here's oh. the thing i'm a detective that goes off my gut instinct and it doesn't work well in clue you know, you I'm an outside a, the law, outside the lines, pushing the rules type of detective. Get it done anyway. Doesn't work on a clue board game. I'm not very effective. What are those movies with the dude who played James Bond, the newer ones? Um, Doug, like Glass Onion. Yes. And, yes. Yeah. Uh, Knives Out. Knives Out. Good, good movies. Anyway. Okay. So we have waivers situated, block cards happening. What if we had a different way to tally points? That it's not just head to head. And so it's like you get three points for having the lowest total. You get one point for picking the winner. You get like two points for the best sleeper pick. If we if we have points bonuses throughout. Mm. Kind of bonuses. Or just that's how we that's how we calculate the time. It's like total point total as opposed to head to head matchups. I'd be okay with that as long as the overall win of having the best score is the most valuable point total is weighted heavier i don't think you should be able to pick the winner and have a sleeper pick and match being actually good i haven't yeah, done the like math if, yeah if your team's average but you have that one stud pick who no one had on their radar you shouldn't win so it should be like three one one as the scoring options or something like that but i yeah. i don't i don't hate it 
I just think like something very like simplify it. Like each team's last pick, whoever had the highest performance of all teams last pick gets a point. Like something as simple as that. Something that doesn't get blurry. Right? Like who is our last pick? Good call. They finished the highest of all last picks. Sometimes you end up so irrelevant. KBB and round. It's irrelevant. Sure. Every, every Mr. Relevant. No, <laughs> exactly. I think just cleaning it up and making it very straightforward, like a couple options that are like very cut and dry like that. I can't believe I'm saying this, but I think simpler is better. Just they do a cross country scoring. Let's just keep it. We've sure. done it two years in a row. I you think... kind of already have a worked in advantage by having a good sleeper pick anyway, because they might contribute to your score. I don't know. I, I think just keep it simple. I think whoever has the best team score gets 10 points. No, let's call it a hundred. Let's call it a thousand points. Thousand. And then you get a percentage of their score based on your percentage of theirs. So if you had that 25% like more points than them, you get 25% <laughs> less points. That's I think percentage of winners is the only way to go. Your what about something like, what about something like, I mean, clearly I'm stuck on this idea, but like the worst first round pick, you get docked a point. We get penalized. Point added. And then the best last round pick you receive, or you, I think minus a point would be the way it would work. But like just on both ends, there's more pressure to those picks instead of us being like Chris Bob Brown every time. <laughs> we're like, he's not even in the race. Like we might actually have to figure it out. And so being penalized for the worst first pick and being, and being rewarded for the best last pick, I could get on board with just a single point or two swing on each end. I think that would be fun. I think, I think we combine it. I think we have our season standings as usual and then we have our chase for the cup in terms of the mm. the bet or whatever has to happen at mm. the end of the year happens on bonus points on high risers flops picking the winner that kind of thing i, okay. I was keeping track of plus minus also I, I i forgot to follow up on it most of the year but if that's what we want to do where it's like oh you pick so-and-so in the fourth round but they should have been a second round value you get plus two or you know we mm. keep track of that see who really reached yeah. and over or underperformed at that point listen as long as i'm not forced to keep track of any of this shit i'm on board for i got anything. it we, we already have the bauer there. objective obstacle based system <laughs> yep. for that absolutely what's that acronym <laughs> i don't know i don't do math you don't do math yeah boom zuts <laughs> plural yes boom, so zuts. where are the boobs (laughs) okay cool so we'll have two different scores and we'll just have the the secondary point system one be some other side situation yeah Yeah. i think the other one the other rule we need to talk about we did five five one so five men five women one wild card of either gender last year if we don't have enough people who got back to me in one gender will adjust the splits we so that's what we'll do this. Yeah. You, yeah. Case as, by case. As we'll see this week. Case by case. Ideally, it'll be 551. Five, but when we have situations where you aren't going to have 15 known athletes from either gender, we'll reduce it or raise it as needed. Okay. I vote yes. Also, vote yes. yes. Also, yes. We'll, we'll we'll work out the details on like what is counted and everything later. Because we need to do this, Kirk. Kirk's I think the most hungry. I, yeah, I think the no, most. No, I ate uh, before this. I'm learning. I'm learning. Mm, big brain. I think the uh, the most anticipated or anticipated wheel of names of the season is about to happen. <sighs> For sure. Let me see. I'll pull that guy up. Yeah. All right. All right. And I was gonna just kind of run through the rules, but 
Mm, Brad, can you want to do the rules while I pull this up? Can you could you do that? You think? Uh first rule is <laughs> rules of what? <laughs> the draft. All right, we go in snake order. <laughs> you have to. T- I don't know what the rules are. No, none of the rules. I'm here to win, not follow rules. Rich, snake order. Whoever gets the first pick, whoever wins the wheel, gets to choose where they pick. We're snake ordering, so you go one, two, three, three, two, one. One, two, three, three, two, one. We have a block this year we're playing, and that's it. And that's the rules. Cross-country scoring. This particular one, Jack, how are we doing this? We're doing... We're, close yeah. ads. Look at the smart food not, popcorn not on the side. Got to go on YouTube if you want to see these fabulous ads. Oh, Full screen. Yeah. Dark mode. Jack, tell us how we're drafting for this particular Palm Beach Spartan 3K So situation. specifically this time we're doing seven men, three women, one of either gender for the wild card. Um, just because not everybody got back to me and a lot of people are like, oh, I'm doing Big Bear. Or I've got Go Ruck games this weekend or High Rocks. I just, I'm just not going to Palm Beach. So I just didn't get the confirmed numbers. Uh, so we'll... We'll see what happens. But yeah, we're doing seven men, three women, one of either gender. But the they have card. to be drafted in the first six. Oh, rounds, yeah. They, that's said? the other since since we're doing three women, just so that you can't just take them all right away or wait till the end. And um, we're doing all of us have to draft three men and three women in any order that we want within the first six rounds so that by the time round seven starts, we have an equal of each gender. And then it's all guys from there except for the wild card. Because there are only nine women declared. It's important to know. There are only three options for each team. Yes. Nine women that are on our radar. There could be some dark. Yeah. We would hope that there are more because what are they going to do? Put like heats of three. I don't know. (laughs) And then like the, it'll be like, uh, what was that silly one where, uh, Hildervat, where it was, they did rounds starting at five. They did three rounds. Yeah. whittling five to three or five to two or something like that. So that's what it could be. Would they go straight to finals. You got to make them run at least one, one K round. I think just to get it down to the rules say 15 make finals. No, it, 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 it if you look at the rules and even Steve said this when he was, I, I don't know if you were here for that one, Brock. And I think Kirk was there. You weren't. Um, but Steve said, it's the top two thirds make the two-thirds round two. What Zendesk the, says, Okay, I'm just going. I off read Zendesk you... yesterday because I signed up for Palmerton. I think they'll make them run and make there them just go. get. They'll have to complete the course. They have to prove they can complete the one k round twice. I would walk it going in in well, under yeah, eleven fine, minutes. I think that's the cutoff. Yeah, so they'll still make them run it. Yeah, twice. <laughs> we can. It's good. I mean, we've it's basically speculated what this is going to be like for the past four months, five months. <laughs> so let's uh, let's just. Let's just draft this thing. Okay, are we ready? Yeah. Wheel of names time. Getting the audio in? Oh, this is looking awesome. Really good about this. No. 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 Oh, hey. <laughs> <laughs> what was that Nicole comment? She's going to win by 15 minutes? Hey, she will. This is trash. Right, I'm cool with this. Whatever. This Maybe if you got the ad free version, you wouldn't have it backfire on your trash. Can I pull a block to move Jack to last? That's fine. Do it. Go ahead. Use your block. Start it off. All right. Uh, Corral, when do you want to draft? 
Brits, let me share my screen. Um, it should be good, is it not? Okay. Oh, no, yeah, you can now. Kirk, is there any other spot we'd like to draft other than first? No. Yeah. Numero, can we see the roster, Kirk. please? Numero uno. I'd like you to welcome welcome the audience back to the crowd let, taking triple. We'll, we'll do it after. We'll, we'll, we'll pick teams, and then we'll go to the, the roster, because we're going to break down everybody anyway. Jack, what pick do you want? Uh, I'm just going to go next in line and pick second. So, I Rich... I will go Double first. There's no waiver. I'm just going to hide this. This is going to be stupid. I can't wait for how stupid this is going to be. <clears throat> All right. Here are the list of athletes who got back to me. Um, that is nine women, huh? Nine women and nine. What do we got? 22 men. 11. Yeah. 22. That's all I'm seeing. Capitalizing. All right. Eric, would you like to make the inaugural 2023 draft pick? Since I got to read the rules and <clears throat> it crushed. Nicole Miracle, please. All right. Full Miracle. We are drafting her based off body of work. We don't care what type of fitness she's in. Nicole, at her best, second best, or third best, all due respect to Yanka Popova, should win this race handily. I agree. <sighs> She's the only Spartan world champion in this field. This is like a run on kickers. Jack's got to go Yanka now. You got to grab him. Um, it might not do it. I don't think so. I'm I'm gonna have to go Ryan Kempson, just what he's done so far. He's hot right now. Nice. Admirable pick, Jack. I previously wrote in a post that uh they should just put VJ's name on all the trophies this year, and Kempson wasn't too happy about that. And I think after what happened in Savage Race last or a couple weeks ago, I mean he's currently the man to beat. Do I think VJ will end up winning the series? Assuming he does it all, yeah. But I think Kempson right now is tough to beat. Savage is twice as long as it's this true. race. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Kempson's done really well early season, though, in shorter Kemp- races. Kempson's done how many Savages compared to VJ's done, what, like three, two? Yeah, it's fine. This is like the first time I haven't picked VJ in the first round. So this is it feels weird. But I'm queuing him up for his coach to to take him if he wants to. I'm going to take, I'm going to take, hold on, hold on. So. Oh, one more, one more rule thing just for people who are new. You can't keep your first two picks in a future draft, but after that round three on, you can keep that person in the same exact position. You just give up next week or next race's pick in that same exact position in order to keep that athlete. Yeah. Right. So I guess it doesn't matter. I was thinking, so I am going to take VJ here. Give me the homie. It's going to be a battle. What are your thoughts? One yeah. of the most exciting battles I think that I've watched in OCR in the past, I don't know, ever, was Kempson versus VJ at the OCR World Championship 3K last season. Mm-hmm. Stratton, yeah. And this is, I don't know, with these obstacles being less technical, does it favor either 
either athlete here or is it just kind of DJ can carry like like somebody's like beyond what we realize he can carry in and out i'm not saying kemp's in camp but i know if that factors in vj's odds go way up my only thoughts gainesville super flat palm beach super flat and kempson has the foot speed right now to run away you think this this specific i I don't and by run away i don't think it's going to be a blow up by any means what do you think kempson could have run a mile in last two weeks ago what do you think sean could have he wasn't too far behind him there did you answer my question with a completely irrelevant question? Yeah. He beat I, him I in a probably, 10K. Let's be clear on that. That is not BJ, a speed event. That's not BJ a went event. 441 at altitude. At right? altitude. Do you, think, do you think Kempson could run 435 right now? Has he ever run that fast in his life? I don't know. You know we'll what? see. What this comes down to in an aspect is like, let's say the Hercoise happens to be in the festival area and then is included in the 3K. Well, VJ outweighs Kempson by 30 pounds and the Hercoise three times in a 3K could be five seconds a hoist. It could yeah. make a huge difference. Like knowing the course, it could be a horses for courses kind of situation. Not saying Kempson's a slow Hercoise or not saying VJ is necessarily fast, but point being like, my guess would be he'd hoist faster based on body weight. And if that's three times, that could be the difference maker. We don't know those things yet. So like we have yet to see what's going to happen there. VJ's done Spartan cross before. I'm I'm well aware. Like I could easily be wrong right there. And VJ's never let me down. My entire strategy for this year is getting good at the Herkhoist, hoping that just banking that I hit in Palmerton has the Herkhoist every lap. That's it. That's all I'm doing. It should. All I know is VJ doesn't have to pull his pants down again. So whatever yeah. it does to avoid that. Well, Gomer Pyle action. I didn't realize Gomer Pyle wasn't the name of the guy in Full Metal Jacket. That was his nickname. Gomer Pyle is like a whole old school, whatever. I'm going to take Yanka Popova here. All right. Fifth in Abu Dhabi. This is strange that she's coming over for this. Does she just happen to be here? Uh, she is racing. I've known about it for a couple months that she was planning on coming over. They have a European series, um, but it's normal sprints and supers and stuff as part of their series to qualify you for a one-off 3K championship. It's really weird. So maybe she just wanted to race a bunch of 3Ks, but or she just wanted a vacation to Florida. Um, not, not to pile on Spartan right now. I'm sure we're going to do enough of that this year. Yeah. But it is wild that taking second in the series won't cover your expenses for the series and taking second in this first race won't cover her expenses for the race not even close that's wild national series it's wild it really is a good point well when there's freaking three women at the start line what do you want what do you want them to win what do i want them to win (laughs) i mean it's not very competitive that's all i'm saying i've seen Decafit start lists that are more prominent than this. And Decafit pays out almost as much. So mm-hmm. I guess that's, that's the reason. Yep. Bauer, you're All up. right. You guys are going to have some pretty solid picks, but I can't not get one of the best women at this point. So I'm going Miranda. Ah, yeah. garbage we, pick. We would have taken it. That's a garbage yeah. pick right there. That, that was, I was, I almost took over Yanka. Yeah. To my chops. I mean, I was Miranda was, she, she was, Fourth or fifth at Blue Mountain. Um, I thought OCR World, she was also right around top five in the 15K, I'm pretty sure. 
Um, maybe I'm confusing that with a different race, but I thought she did really well there. Um, and yeah, she can obstacle. She's done savage races. She, like she wouldn't be signing up for, for this. She loves shorter stuff if she didn't think she'd do well. So I've got a lot of confidence in her. She's done really well in stadiums, state ions in the past. I know she's pretty been pretty serious about improving her obstacle ability. Yeah. So she should do well. I knew that I was either going to get Yonker or Miranda, so I'm happy with either of those. You knew that? Yeah. You probably weren't going to let me have VJ in five, so I figured I'd get a, a woman back. That's a good pick. That's what I would have taken. Yeah. If I was taking a female. But we're not necessarily. Kirk, okay. I have one that I need to have. I need to have Tyler Beerman. I'm not going to argue with you. You got two picks. And then the other one? I'm you take whoever you need to have. So type in Tyler. Um, uh, question side not question. yet. We're not typing in Tyler yet. We're going right. to take him with the second pick. That big brain. It's trying to lure um, you in. Do we know course conditions here? Are they going to be in the the muck, in the gunk, or are no we one. on a golf course? Couldn't tell you. I can't because it's going to be at the festival area. There was a lot of rain in that area of Florida less than a week ago, so it's probably not going to be dry. But it's also it not going to be in like the marsh because you need to do a 1K course and get 10 yeah. obstacles in that amount of space. We don't want to get eaten by gators, so yeah. I'm guessing Since it's going to be pretty old fine. school Spartan, I haven't seen a nasty festival area, like slip mud everywhere. Chicago, 2018. Chicago 2018, right? Yeah. That was soup. That, that qualifies as old school design. now. Yeah. It's true. Um, there's somebody on here who I think is going to be an unpopular choice on the men's side. Okay. So I'm looking, I'm, I mean, I'm looking, honestly, I've raced Alvaro in Florida and he is a quick obstacler. It is, if it's pancake, if it's muddy, count him out. He's out, he's out. He ain't, he ain't going to compete, but if it's hard packed and it's flat and runnable, he scares me. And I, I know that seems like a strange early pick. Otherwise, him or Botrys, or then I'm waffling over K Casey Monroe would be my women's choice right now. She's coming off Savage, had a tough one. She's going to be ready for this, even though she had a tough Savage. I'm not worried about her on this course. So, those are my. That's what I'm waffling over, Bracken. Okay. I think so. that Casey will be gone, and Alvaro might not be by the time he comes back around to us. That's true. Okay, let's do those two. Easy enough. Good good logic. Casey, then Tyler, Your Honor. In that order? In that yes. order. All right, so now you got a, a keeper pick next time. Who's also a world champion? Yeah. In the last OCR race he ran, not counting WTM. Second to last, yeah. He also just ran uh, 50K this past weekend. <laughs> that might have been involved, yeah. You knock I mean, it off over uh, there, Jack. Honestly, no, I, I, Tyler, even though he just did that, like it's no different than when Chris does it. It's like, okay, well, he's young enough. He'll come back. Yeah. He's young enough. He's got pep in his step. Exactly. Fine. I saw him. He raced something and then went to Jacksonville and raced back to back. Well, last February. And he won both days coming off of something. I forget what it was. And he's looked fine to me. So. Can't it was another 50k or something. 
I think a so. marathon he did in it once. maybe a marathon. He, did it, he can do it again. Yeah. He ran yeah. well too. So. All right. Um, next pick. Since we need to have three women off the board, I'm going to pick another woman. Uh, she actually just ran a 1750 for a 5k like a week or so ago. Um, I'm going Berenice Pereira from Mexico. Berenice, double B. Yeah, so she's got some some serious speed. Um, she's done well, that like basically wins or gets second in every single race down in Mexico. I think she was top five when they had the Puebla race last year, um, if I'm not mistaken. And she's done Big Bear before. I know this isn't anything like Big Bear, but she's coming over and is really fast foot speed wise. So got to take her off the board. Great. Nice job. Point Trabajo. I don't feel like the Mexicans race very well in the U.S. I'm just going to throw that out there. They historically have had very poor performances. We'll see. Across Big the, time. Across the border. Well, she Somehow Mexico, Mexico, they, they suddenly, it's like they're juiced up when they race in Mexico and they come across the border and they lay eggs, Jack. Just saying. We'll see. We'll see. Chicarita and Angel are the only exceptions to that rule. And Angel in recent times laying eggs. So, just saying. Huh. Okay. All right. I'm I wouldn't bet against double B though. Yeah. We have a barbecue joint half a block away called Double B's, and it just always smells like barbecue, and they're always smoking their meats all day long. Yeah. Double B. That alone makes me want to root for her. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Back to back, Rich. Who you got? Taking Batris. Yeah, that was that was who I was considering because I'm like he's, he's just too fast. Years sharp. He always he's got a calf up. issue. He does. Doesn't he always he, have something? Yeah. Do you know though, his last race at Savage in Georgia? Long race. He's well, he, he DNF'd on like the first in, half mile. <laughs> I was talking to Mark in SoCal when I went there and raced late January, and he didn't race because of his calf, and it it has notably impacted his training as well. However, like even Batras said, 80% is probably going to be pretty competitive. It all comes down again. You get a heavy Hercoise three times and you get a, somehow Hammond sticks in a double carry. And, and I don't, I, then I worry for him. Steve's not getting there till Thursday. So I don't think he's designing it. Maybe it's yeah, the same Mark, person as the High Rocks. If you got Mark at 80% for the whole race, you take him. Yeah. Mark's a ground stabber and he's an aggressive runner. And that doesn't mix well with a calf with a lot of obstacles, jumping on, jumping off, accelerating aggressively. If you just knew he was going to complete the course at 80%, he's a no-brainer. It's just a gamble. Will he be healthy enough? I just like that he's going to be competitive. He's not going to care. He's going to stick his nose in it. He's not going to care what the circumstances are around this. Like You're going to see him in the front of every heat and of the final. And if the calf... Like he'll be there and he's going to put it all out. There's not, he's not afraid. He's taking not your afraid, boy now afraid to win Nick mask. Let's go. I love watching Mark race, by the way, just as a tip of the and hat Nick. to him. When you know, Mark is in the race. It's like, all right, we're going to see Mark up front. And he's going to stick his nose in there and he'll give us something to watch. Whether he blows up epically or totally. wins. He, I love watching him race. Mm-hmm. So that's and not a bad call. This is something we've wanted to see from that. Just like, what could he do on a flat? I mean, a, Injury notwithstanding, but what could he do on a flat OCR course? Can anybody do anything with him? And then Nick Mask, he's run under 420 this year on an he actual was 417, track. I thought. Yeah, indoor. Yeah, indoor. 
Yeah. He got that kind of speed right now. That might be the fastest current OCR mile time Sean. of all time. I don't yeah. know. You never know. Like Sean, like while they're competing in the OCR, fastest think, in the same calendar year as an OCR. I think that is. I think so. It's gotta be. Yeah. Wow. Uh no, probably uh Jack. I'm blanking on him. Uh, uh David Torrance. Anthony Ricard Riccardi, John Riccardi. David Torrance. Oh pff, yeah. He ran Tahoe one year. Oh, but that was a one off. That doesn't, doesn't count. He DNF'd. Of the non one offs, this is the fastest yeah. track time we've seen during an OCR calendar. I don't know if it was four seventeen, but it was under four twenty. Okay. Um I, I think it was seventeen. In, That's what he won and he won indoor. also. Yeah, I think so, it was four nineteen. But yeah. whatever. Yeah, he won this indoor race against collegiate athletes, just cracking his skulls. <laughs> Super spikes. I don't buy it. <laughs> These indoor tracks. It's probably indoors, about the four forty. Indoor is faster than outdoor all of a sudden. The yeah. so I think and I mean he's he's going out of his way to go to this. I mean, this isn't a close race. This is something he's committed to. So I think he's going to be one to mix it up for sure. Mm-hmm. All right. Jack's in uh, a tough spot. I am. Do I take another woman or do I take someone who could podium? And I think wrong. both are available. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I do too. It's valid. I don't think so. I am going to go with someone who I ran with recently mm. from Europe, Leon Kofud. I think he is the longer. Kofud? That's how it is. I think it's like a soft D. Uh, we don't like that. Kofud. Kofud. Yeah. yeah. And I could be wrong. I mean, he could speak five languages and he'd correct me very quickly. Um, but I think he needs to speak the one that his name is pronounced in. I can't speak Which Danish. Is... Okay. Yeah. Um, but I think. Just he, I, I know that VJ had a tough time. He did just beat VJ. He wasn't too far back at Kempson and and Sean. The more obstacles you combine in a short course where you have to get in and out of stuff, it's going to p- play to his advantage. He's not going to fail anything grip wise. I think people are underestimating how much by round three, like lap three of round three, like your your grip's actually going to be taxed a little bit, especially at a higher heart rate. Um, because this isn't a beast where you can just kind of for the lactate a little bit i think it's gonna pump people more than you realize and he's he's fit right now he's just so small <laughs> like he is <laughs> wow it's not like a not like he, i'm just stating facts if there's going to be multiple carries hercoise things that are size matters in spartan it just does who and in this he, race has beat john albin in a race in a spartan not in a Spartan. Okay. Yeah. And this is something that's had... going to be continued. Like how much, t- how much time could he actually gain on monkey bars that are not hard that he could lose in a carry or in a Hercoist? Like, I think it's like the, the crawls and just the quick in and out of stuff. Like mm-hmm. people hesitate. You, I, I know you picked Mark Botchers right before then he's super fast, but he isn't always super aggressive getting in and out of stuff. And, you know, might be a few seconds faster on the run, but Leon just makes up time as does Kempson, as does VJ. Like, that's a huge difference maker. Nicole on the women's side makes up time and she's faster. That's why she puts even bigger gaps on people. But I don't know. I, I feel confident with Leon. I've gone running with them recently, and that's usually a good indicator of success. So there are 30 minimum transition options, opportunities in the final. And that's enough to cancel out the heavy carry, in my opinion. That's a full minute for a good transitional obstacler. And Leon is a great 
transitional obstacler. That's it. Same thing with Kempson, same thing with Tyler, same thing with VJ. But th- with 30 opportunities minimum to do the thing he's best at, it cancels out yeah. three opportunities with someone else. And there's no double sandbag. They it's gonna be a bucket carrier, according to that's what Steve mentioned on our episode. Depends on um, whatever depends on what the course yeah, is. Yeah, what what's there. Um yeah. I don't think they're having a sandbag carry. I think it's just literally a bucket carry. That's not enough. Double sandbag, then I'm going with someone who's got strength, but you nailed it, Bracken, with like 30 opportunities to just make up ground, just that's being a, fast that, getting That's assuming out. he's that much better than everybody else at it, which you have to be partially better if you get to do it 30 yeah. times. What it is is that constantly reinserting yourself, like fresh start, you're back in it. Fresh start, yeah. you're back in it. Fresh start, you're back in it. That wears on people. So I I mean, I didn't pick him ahead of ahead of uh a several i mean everyone who's on the board i wouldn't have picked him ahead of but i could see him beating almost every one of those guys yeah. so i i think of him as like a really good slot receiver in the nfl like he doesn't he's not mm, some white. six five because he's small and white yeah yeah yeah, yeah exactly yep. yeah, i see where you're going makes yeah, sense great, great. i am a patriots fan after all um but no it's like he doesn't look that impressive but he gets it done he's gonna put up results and like i said i went running with him recently so you said you did well. say that You said that three or four times We can close this out once, once. But I do think that there are only two or three people in the entire field that have a thing they do better than everyone else. And he has one of those. Mm -hmm. And in a short little race like this, having a calling card really does matter. Yeah. We'll see. I know that that everyone in this field would struggle with some of those courses I've seen him complete. It has to come for something. There's a lot of unknown in the 3K also. This is the least technical course that it, that an obstacle racer could Yeah, just across. going off of Kent and Hunter talking about how pumped out their forearms were by lap three of Spartan games. Mm. Okay. Yeah, what if there's no hoist? If there's no, no hoist, hoist? Right. If there's no, no hoist. Rig. Then, yeah, could be. Sprint rig. Just, <laughs> just rings. Super long. Yep. Barbed wire. That's yep. all it is. All right. All right. Kirk Brack and back to back. Now we're what what round we're four and five. So you no, you're so if we're looking at the totals right now, you don't have to take a you don't have to take a woman here. Yes. Yep. If you don't want. Well, Kirk, what are your thoughts? I have two pretty solid picks. I think they only overlap one with yours. I I would I would go Heather and Sean Stevens Whale, and I think you would probably go Heather and Alvaro. Alvaro's racing in his home state on flat ground at sea level. Sean Stevens Whale is a mountain athlete. Yes, he's good. I don't any he, he's not terribly quick on obstacles as far as I've seen. So I would easily pick Alvaro over Sean. No disrespect to Sean. If it was a different race, I'd pick that's something dis, else. That's but, disrespect. All right. But that's just my thought on on that. I don't know Sean's flat running prowess or his 20-minute race prowess. I haven't seen anything to prove to me that we could bet on him. Have you? Not personally. My take is always if you can climb hard, you can do anything. But yeah. Listen, if you got a feeling about Alvaro, we take Alvaro. Dude, Greg's probably sleeping in his own bed the night before the race, and he's going to be aggressive. At least he'll be another one who's in the race. He's a Mark Batras. He's the Spanish Mark Batras. Actually, Mark Batras, he's Mexican. So, yeah. Mark Batras is Spanish Mark He's he's, he's, he's Mexican. It's different. 
I would really like Alvaro on this one. All right, let's take him. National record holder in the steeple. Yes. I don't know. There. You know, there are no good. other national record holders in this field. No. What what nation what what nation does he hold this? Nicaragua. In? It's like a nine oh four or something. Oh, yes. he's Nicaraguan, silly me. We scoff at it, but in this sport, how many nine oh steeple chasers <laughs> are there? Rich. Zero. Oh, were you what was your time, Rich? Nine oh eight. Yeah. Nick was not uh, oh. He was I just thought, oh. I thought he was not. I thought he got like second in nationals and it was like NAIA. Rich, no, you were nine oh eight? My sophomore year too. Yeah, and I fell that race. I had I had some Oof. good potential. Then I just sucked the rest of my time. <clears throat> I'm impressed. Thank you. Yeah. Should have come D three with us. That would have been that would have been all American that year for That'd sure. Fun. You might have won. I could have won. If you didn't try. And then uh, Kirk, is there a reason not to take Heather? Uh, Ashley Heller, would she be the reason not to take Heather? Who's actually better at this? We haven't seen Ashley do anything like this, have we? No. And Heather beat a bunch of people in the test race where there wasn't undefeated field. She's got pistol experience now. Ashley lives in the mountains. She probably got pistol experience. Was that the first? That was the first pistol mention, I think. That's a game changer. Could it actually could be? And VJ, we know, sharpshooter. Yeah. True. And and do you think in Denmark they got <laughs> guns? Not too many. Is VJ a sharpshooter? Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> really? Yes. Well, we saw him at, at uh, Spartan Games. He was lighting it up, and he he shot for us at. Uh, Gov games, there was a stupid oh, yeah. little nailed it. <laughs> he was killing it. He was nasty. People, were, <laughs> people came up to him after, like, dude, nice shooting. It was like a yeah. nerf gun. Falls. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Breck, and who would outrun who in a 5K, Ashley or Heather? I would I honestly don't know. I know. Oh, okay, Jack. Who would who'd win in a 5K? Whoever you don't pick. Well, that's that I mean, can't be true. Make, I'll tell you that doesn't make any sense. Makes perfect sense, Jack. Got him. Honestly, I want to take Heather. I'll give you that. I was fighting for Alvaro, so you you take you take Heather. All right, Heather Golnick, who has nearly fifty elite podiums after the age of forty, oh. including that three K test trial, like Kirk alluded to. So, Jack, so do you have some info for us? No, I, I think that they're actually. I was kind of deciding who I would have gone with in this case. Um, and I wasn't sure. So you made it easy for me, but I, I think that they'll be evenly matched. Ashley definitely has a short track background. I thought she was an 800 and a 1500 runner. Um, Rich, I thought you interviewed her a while back, but yeah, I, I, I her, I think she's under 220, listening. under 220 for a half. Um, 800, got that yeah. toe running down that four foot running down. Yeah, she hasn't. Oh. She showed up to a couple of decas. I think she was sick at one, but the most recent one, she just didn't finish. I don't. I don't, I don't, I don't know, know what happened there. Yeah, and I don't know. She if ran. This yeah, output is something that she enjoys. <laughs> yeah, um, I don't know. She's got. She got fourth in a one of the U.S. National Series races a year or two ago. Like a lot of high end potential. Um, and I think she's the best woman left on the board. And I've got to pick one either this round or next round, and I'm taking her. And so Rich can't have her. Both her and Heather are what altitude mountain livers, and they're going to run. Uh, Heather lives in Virginia now. Oh, she moved. Yeah, she's, a, she's sea she's level adapted now. Well, <laughs> she's sea level like adapted. Liberty. Yeah, 
if I had known that off the top, I went to fought Bracken on it a little bit. It's good to know. Yep. So right now, Rich has to pick both women. We just have so few data points to work off of, and Heather's done one. <laughs> right. Yep. Like, she knows how to run in, pick the pistol up, and what to do. That alone could be worth a few seconds. Yeah, but they're all going to learn in their rounds by the time they get to the finals. Like, they're not going to have to. No, I'm not it saying it's the game changer, but it's something. It's something. Now we have two good last names left. Best that's, and Rich. That's what I was thinking, too. Yeah. I was hoping they would fall. So to what's me. your order? Because you have to take both of them, just in case you want a, a keeper. Man, this is some pressure here. To, uh, I got Julie Best or Sarah Rich. I'm taking Sarah Rich first. She got actually it. podiumed in Palm Beach last year. Nice. Mm. And he knew that. And I knew that. And I think she'll do it again. Richie Rich. Rich, I haven't heard that movie forever. Let's do it. And then Julie Best after. Podium. Double podium. So Nicole, Sarah, and Julie is your podium. Could be. All right. You know, this is a whole whole new format we're dealing with here. Yeah. Well, I think the... uh, so now we're done with the women. All the women have been, or no, yes, we're we, all the women have been selected. So now they're dudes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, what are the chances, sure. fellas? What are the chances that there is like, like a CrossFit woman who decides to come in and do this and does well? Like, what are Zero. the real potentials for there being a dark horse that isn't on our radar and radar into this type of? Event? I think you can see a Ninja Warrior, like a Michelle Warnke, you know, someone who could run, and they do well. I, but uh, are there any, like, do we know how many people are registered? Like how many are actually showing just, up? We have nine, I, I had a but... lot of, a lot of women and men say like, Hey, I'm not doing this one, but I'll be a big bear. Um, That's... I just want to see how this one goes. I'm doing go rock games. It's a date conflict. Like, I think the question is Jack and I don't, and I know you can't fathom this, but what if they, you don't they're know? not interested what? also? Yeah. No, no. What if what you if just you don't, don't know, know who the person is? That's true. Could this Very be valid? I think it's. I think the per- chances are pretty high, Kirk. I mean, there's That's what nine, I think. There's nine people that we know. Just some really okay. fit gym goer who runs casually and realizes they're good at this and gets seventh. And they and like, they get right. I'm not saying they're going to win, but I'm. I think you they see might. it in the rounds. I bet these are not the top nine. I agree with you. Someone will blitz the rounds, but lap three, it's just going to be rough on some people. A, a ninja warrior type, a CrossFit type. You're going to cross the 20 minute mark, and they're just not going to be running very much. There could be some age groupers. We were. saw the CrossFit people do it. We saw it in Spartan Games. They I'm, got reduced down to a waddle really quickly. <laughs> I, I, yeah. I agree that there, I don't think like, but there could be like an age grouper who who for does sure well and comes comes Absolutely. in, and then this is enough for them that they are obstacle proficient enough, and it's not so much endurance. I'd be willing yeah. to see see that would be something that would happen over like across. This won't be one through nine. You're absolutely right. Yeah. Yep. And it, it could be a local CrossFitter. I don't think a a good CrossFitter would do great at this. I I think you could right. see someone like Cassidy Watton if she wanted to show up and hasn't done for it sure. for years. Like she yeah. lives in the Miami area, she could do well. You know, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Where like, are the Criglianos? I think they live in DC now. Uh, yeah. Someone like that could show up. Yeah. You could there could be a, a Lauren Weeks type. Yeah. Oh, they anyone exist. who does Savage. Yeah. Yep. But based on the names that I'm aware of so far, that's this is what we got. 
All right. Um, we appreciate the work you've done for us, Jeff. Yeah. Thank Excuse you. Me. Um, okay. Dudes, 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 dudes. All right. Um, I think there's a huge correlation between doing well on a flat sandy beach and walking on an escalator for an hour in a row in a Nick Simmons video. So I got to go Sean Stevens whale who just won $10,000 by outlasting everybody in uh in a Nick Simmons challenge. I don't know if you guys watched that. It's amazing. It's the greatest thing. I didn't thing watch ever. it. He it was beat like entertaining Mike enough. in there, so that was pretty fun to see. He beat what? Moralia. Mike Moralia. Hmm. Reckon's what was impressed. the competition exactly? This isn't on my radar even a little. Rich, you want it? Uh, yeah, I've talked to John a little bit about uh, about this. So he saw that Nick Simmons put up some cryptic message about some sort of stair climbing challenge that would be in Vegas. So Sean messaged him. He's like, I'm interested. Found a cheap flight from BC to, to Vegas in like a day. This was a really quick turnaround. And he showed up, there was 10 people that were taking on this challenge. They all had book bags on. And I guess there's the world's largest escalator in Vegas at this new hotel or something like that. And basically they just had to walk up the down escalator and whoever the last one on there was the winner. And he gave out 10 K during the competition. He was asking like fairly basic trivia questions. And if you missed it, you got a gallon of water put into this bag. And Sean like oh. did a little bit of research and he has like, like was carrying less weight and is also a better athlete than everybody there by like a lot. <laughs> like, like he was the he's best. a national mountain running team member. He was a, he's a he's a elite tower runner <laughs> doing yeah. stairs. Yeah. Like it, it could have it could have been anything. And he it just, was like what year did the hotel open? And he's like, I did research 2020, and everyone else failed. And then it's like, all right, here's eight pounds of water. It was and like, then, what's the tallest mountain in North America? Yeah. Bracken, Pikes Peak. Oh my goodness. It's not McKinley. even That's not even top 10 in Colorado. Colorado. Uh yes, McKinley, right? That's Denali. Yeah. Denali. Yeah. Pretty sure. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Give me my gallon. Yeah. Gallon challenge for Bracken. Yep. I thought you said what's the tallest mountain you ever ran in North America? <laughs> that Bracken no, Crowder yeah. has ever run. What's Nick Simmons' middle name? Bracken, you know that one. Richard. Where was he born? No. Oh. It started with a B. I forget what it was already. Bohemian. Butthead. Bohemian. Yep. Nick Bohemian Simmons. Bun's face. Bun's. That. Bo- <laughs> uh, and SSW, I think he could do pretty well in this 3K. He, yeah. He, uh, I don't know. I, I, I feel like he did really well in the first OCR stars with some of the grip stuff would really impress me. Um, mm-hmm. So I don't think he's going to suffer as much even though he's definitely known as a mountain runner like he can still obstacle and i think that that's gonna that's gonna go far for him and if you can stair run you can be anaerobic it's really hard you have yeah. to live in this yeah he's feeling confident he's going ten thousand bucks beating some of the best climbers in the world <laughs> have you run with him lately not lately no mm. and he's coming off of his best ocr season he's ever had yeah. Right. Third at North American Championships. He's he's super competitive, and yeah. I'm sure he's not afraid of any of these athletes that are out here. So he's just thinking this. Look, could he's be... like he has got red hair. He graduated with a civil engineering degree in 2011. Drives a Florida. decade old uh decade old Honda Civic. So like we're very similar. So sun, sun sensitive. Exactly. Yeah. So I, I can't let him go. Are you guys gonna have a special tent? You're gonna disappear into in between each round. Oh yeah. Lockdown. Yep. <laughs> You know I mean, those like you, you know those spray tans, the, all those that we have a spray sunscreen thing that we're gonna use. Just, just get in there. slippery hands. No, no, I'll wear gloves. He's got yeah. gloves on. 
Corral, you got dudes. We have a ton of dudes to pick. There's too many dudes. Yeah. Kirk, you take one, I'll take one. Uh, well, I'm going to go with, even though I don't like him right now, Jack Bauer. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Really? You're stealing me from me? I was taking me next. Use your block. Use your I block. You. Use your block. I can't this early. The season's too young. Uh, I'm gonna go, I won't let I'm you gonna down, go, though. I'm going to go with Jack Bauer. Today. Use your block. Jack Bauer, Jack Bauer is larger than life right now. Can't you tell his chest has been puffed out ever since Deca SoCal? Oh, my goodness. Wherever the heck it was. It's like Showing this up guy's late running uh, on ego and bravado alone. Yeah, that's right. Uh, that yep, yep, yep. It's dangerous. His finish is going to be astounding. We're going off people who have made podiums recently. And Jack yeah. wants Manuel Defoe. He wants to say the name. He wants to talk about it. That's fine. He can have him. We're going Ethan Brown. Another Another podium guy. That's I said, we're going off recent podiums. Was he just at San Diego? Yes, he was. Took the double win, I believe. That that's Sunday. Uh, Glenn 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 got it too. Glenn likes to snipe day two race. Yeah, Glenn's Mr. Snipe. Kirk's not over it. Um, a little butt hurt. Yeah. Yeah. Glenn would have been good in this format. Mm -hmm. I think he'll show up to Big Bear. I'd like to see him there. But Glenn's grindy. He can do it. But he's one of those uh, people that just isn't fast in, on, and out of obstacles. And he will readily admit that. Yeah. He's got the engine for it. So Ethan is the young blonde kid, right? Yep. If I'm not mistaken, Kirk, you yep. raised him. Okay. Yeah. So he, he's he's definitely, he's got some wheels and he's confident this year. Mm-hmm. Um, he's probably more race ready than almost anybody in this field as well. So big plus. He'll race it too. Like he'll go and he'll. He'll insert himself maybe even where he shouldn't be. Yeah. And you're kind of going to have to if you're going to do anything with this race. And yeah. he's raced enough where maybe he'll stick around, you know, on the yep. back half. So I, I like the pick, Brad. That's a good, pick. good pick. Yeah. I'm I'm just uh, I'm looking forward to putting the camera down and, and seeing how I do as well. So I won't let you down. I won't ruin it like uh, Big Bear, whatever happened. Like, right, like, right? like it did for me. Or I got we'll like twelfth, and you pick me eighth or something. I don't remember. Unbelievable. Who yeah. you want to pick here, Jack? Uh Rich uh, or Bracken already mentioned him. Manuel Defoe, hundred percent going with him. So he got. Would you have taken yourself here, Jack? Would this have been the spot you? Uh, I would have picked Manuel ahead of me, and then me. Is your Next. first international athlete? Leon. Oh no! Oh, <laughs> come on, Rich. and Berenice. Come on, this is like a, this <laughs> yeah, like yeah. Seven. This is like I don't even have. Jack no, would have been no his domestic. first American. Athlete. I was so pissed you took Alvaro because I could have taken him. Yeah, I'm just Sean well, yeah, Stevens Whale from Canada. So like I don't do you American. Yeah. That's true. Stupid question. My fault. Yeah. <laughs> you can take him and Sierra Camacho. Get yeah. back on track. So so real quick on Manuel Defoe, they ran a 3K or not a 3K, a sprint in Munich. Uh, for the national or for the European Elite Series, because they're having four events that lead into that final 5K. Um, Jeremy Gachet, he lost, he got third at Abu Dhabi last year at the World Championship, and Manuel was like 40 seconds behind him, and he was about 10 seconds behind Richard Heineck, who got second, and he took down a ton of the rest of the good Europeans. Um, got fourth in the OCR Worlds 15K and top 10 at Abu Dhabi. So I'm like, I'll I'll take him if you don't want him there. Can he shoot a pistol? Yeah. Walls. Well, balls, he shot it last. He shot it. Walls. In, he actually shot it in Germany. It was in the race video. So Did he I think well? he might actually have practice there. So that's actually. And they have the Uber pistols there. The Uber pistol. Yeah. The pistol bun. 
Yeah. <laughs> I'm taking Mike Suazo. He's been on the yeah. board for way too long. Costa Rican. <laughs> so I'm going to add flags for everybody. Do you have Miranda as well, or did Jack? Uh, I stole her. Yep. Did break up a couple. Michael is strong. He's good at obstacles. He's like a relatively good transition as well. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's not going to miss anything. And yeah, I think he could do pretty well in this. So I'm taking that pick. I'm very happy with that. Mm-hmm. Back to back. <clears throat> they give me Adam beach. Speaking of race ready. He races a lot, right? Yeah. He won Houston earlier. Um, He's done a couple other ones as well that earlier this year that, um, and yeah, he's, he's got a number of, I think he led or was tied for the world lead um, or maybe one off last year in podiums, but he definitely led the U S um, and a lot of people messes me and they're like, watch out. He's, I think he recently ran 16 mid for a 5k on the roads. Um, and he can, he can transition really well. So it's good pick. Sick. Nice pick me. I confuse him and Ethan. Sometimes I know, I don't know if they look the same or not, but I think just like they, the, the volume in which they race and how often they're on the podiums is yeah. They get crisscrossed. Definitely a lot of regional podiums for those guys, but yeah, th- this could be, I, I think Adam has the potential. We, we talked about like some of the unknowns stepping up and sort of becoming a relevant name. I could see him kind of working his way up in this type of format first where he wouldn't necessarily be competitive in the standard national series format. Oh, did anyone do the math on roster sizes? Jack, I hope Look, would have looks like we might be uh one short. All right. That sucks 20, for 22 plus nine, more 31. We, we don't have, th- well, wild cards are going to be wild cards. I think that's why I said no wild cards this time. Okay. But that's, that's we'll BK. Yeah. That's the corral's time to shine. We're we'll, going to we'll take a wild we'll card there. as a real pick. It's time. Wanna, it's, yeah. Well, I think it's my pick right now. So, so take um, take KBB, take it right from no. Him. Let him make him use a block card. Oh my god, no. Jack, make him use a block card <laughs> right away. Um, all right, so my pick. He just ran a one sixteen half marathon, and he's had several podiums as well, battling up with Killian. I'm going Chris Marone. Um, another guy who I think is going to rise up and be on people's radars this year. You got to rise up. Exactly. Corral, two picks. Who do you want, Kirk? Well, there's somebody on the board, and I just was just harping on Mexicans coming over the border. But That's like, who I want. I mean, didn't he finish top five in a U.S. National Series race in Mexico? Emmanuel Sierra Camacho. He'll either take top five Ten. or he's going to take. He was seven, gonna, I think. Yeah. Seven or, yeah. or he's going to take like 30th. He he doesn't Potential. finish in the middle very often. Because he he came over to Big Bear last year too, right? Like he, he, over to he, he did like every race. He was in uh, Blue Mountain, Utah. He was, he was pretty much everywhere. But I don't Didn't know his short range. Ones. And then he got one. Sh- he got one. Yeah, I think they were all juicing in Mexico that for that race. <laughs> all this, I agree. I mean, I mean the performance improvement by them across the by, by the Mexican contingency across the board in Mexico was astounding. I'm just well, saying. they pack ran, and that was different than what we're used to. That's what everyone was saying. I just can't see how that helps. Having someone to run yeah. with versus soloing a race. 
you don't solo it. You race people either way, whether they're being nice to you or trying to break you. I don't think it enters into the equation. Pack running and OCR. Like what's maybe the, the first, maybe the first six miles of a beast. I guess yeah, but there's not much going on. It's been talked about. Like it was like drafting. <laughs> oh, they pack ran. They had a huge advantage. No, I didn't. <laughs> they were probably used to the altitude. They didn't have that to helps. travel, yeah. but pack running that didn't make the Hercoist any easier. We could talk about life jackets, but pack running, right. get out of here. So we're picking a manual then, I guess that's our next. Pick. Yeah. We're going <laughs> to move this along here. Yeah. Too. I, I want to take Sam Osborne, but Lawrence Taylor is a hall of famer. LT. LT. I think we take LT. Micah Dorfner is a, a Minnesota guy, but he's coached by Riker, I believe, which puts oh, him by Riker. I think so. Isn't Micah Dorfner coached by Riker? Should we take him? That way, if we do well, it's a great pick. If he does terrible, we can just shat all over Riker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. I like Blaine that. We, we got in our mandatory Nick reference, so we're good now. All right. Who's yeah. Lawrence Taylor? Do we know Lawrence Taylor? Hall of Fame football it... player, a lot of cocaine right, right. issues. <laughs> right. Change the game. We don't know anything about Lawrence Taylor. Jack must know something. I, I honestly don't. Okay. Well, how'd you know to message him? Yeah. Because I was told by, like, there are a few people on this list. I'm like, hey, do you know, like Adam Beach? I'm like, do you know who's showing up? He's like, Chris is showing up and, you know, named a few other people. I'll and take. then I just got the list from people. Hmm. So you took Dorfner? Okay. Jack. So you're going Micah? Yeah, that's good. That's good ammo, and uh, one way or the other. So, Mike, yeah. Mike, it is. Yeah, and so I think Mike, got a couple uh, running public T-shirts too, Bracken. So we got a support who supports us. That's right. Mike, stables of Nick Riker. Yeah. <laughs> I, I might be wrong to... here, though. I would love to sit in on Adam a... Beach. Yeah, in Houston, I'd love to sit in on a coaching call of Nick Riker's. Yeah. I just want to hear like what 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 he's bringing to the table. What his what is sage ad- sage like. advice. The type of energy he's bringing on the call. Yeah. All right. Um, my pick, I'm going Colorado's own Sam, Sam Osborne. He's been reasonably close to me in a few races, so I respect that. He's fifth currently in Savage Series. He's done both. He was top 10 at both of those races so far yeah. this year. Yeah. I think that was best remaining. All right. Okay. So just, yeah, all guys, basically. Back to back, Rich. Uh, sick. This is these are fucking sick. Um, I'm gonna take Ishmael Lin. I'm staying with him in down there. So the rocket. That's why he's on here. Rocket Ishmael. Here we go. We're throwing. We're just doing every pick now. We're just going to have some sort of football reference that we could tie it back to. What did he have a brother too? Yeah. What was his name? Jeremy. <laughs> Jeremy Ishmael. No, Jeremy Jer- Lynn. Jeremy Lynn. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You, yeah. you pulled that one up. <laughs> I'm going to take Joe Roberto to finish up because that's my boy. He's from Florida, I believe. Yeah, he's from he's from that Palm Beach area. Yeah. Anybody who's got a third after their name, they come from a long lineage of pride. And he's got a son too. I think he's he's got a fourth. There's a fourth on the earth as well. <laughs> so. Pick him. Your waiver pick. All right. Um, I honestly 
don't know anything besides that they're coming because I was told by people that they're coming. So these three are mysteries to me. Um, I'll go Sean Zerby because if you're you have a Z in your name, you're probably going to do well. Works hmm. for me, and I'll find out more before race day. And then we're going to get the last pick here, and we're just going to disregard the last round. Or are we going to? Is that what we're doing? Yeah, we yeah, have you 10. got uh, your last pick, and then. Lawrence Taylor, then I would assume. Lawrence right? Taylor. LT. Yeah. Makes sense to this me. This is really a disservice. There's one guy on the list still that we haven't picked, which is just like if you're going to slap somebody in the face. Now I feel like that's just not cool, guys. I was hoping it was going to be Jack Bauer. <laughs> oh, please. You think I would have let myself go that far? No way. I thought maybe you'd start to worry, like, man, is there something I don't know? He's dropping. <laughs> No. All right, so wild card. We're doing a wild card. Yeah, I think we've got KB. Go ahead and pick whoever. Do you want Nathan Evans since he's a known person, or are you gonna do KBB? Neither. I want to take a woman. Oh, okay. Who didn't respond to you, Jack? Who's on the no response? Pretty much the normal list. I talked to everybody who I would have had on my radar the past couple seasons. <clears throat> There are a couple. I, I, I'll be transparent. Like I didn't ask, uh, like Chrissy McFarland and some of the Savage racers who typically don't do Spartan because I thought that I have no interest in doing it. Um, so if you want to, or like Jamie Horanop, I didn't ask her. But if you want to ask or pick like a high level Savage person, I didn't reach out to I them. Do. But, yeah. I do want to take either a Savage or like one of those. A regional grip intensive race people like a Horinopolis or someone like that. Kirk, what are you thinking? Yeah, sure. That is like a Julie Hiartes who who races this sort of stuff once in mm-hmm. a while. Who's a Wisconsin girl? She could. Yeah, I, I'd assume you didn't message her, Jack. I did. I have in the past, but I didn't for this one. No, this would be in her wheelhouse. Short course, obstacle dense, yeah. for example. Or one of the savage people. Yeah. Back in this, you, man. What you about, know, uh, you could always do like a Calderosa, doesn't he live in Florida? You save it for you, right? We said a woman. Uh, Cole's uh, not uh, a woman, and he has real valor. Nicole, DeRosa. actual valor. Actual Earn, valor. Earned, earned valor. Earned, not given <laughs> to yourself. <laughs> uh, what about, uh, what's her name? You guys are on oh, the clock. Man. Yeah. There's no clock. You're about to forfeit. <laughs> Kirk's clock. I got a clock. Uh, right what in. about Tiffany Palmer? I didn't hear back from her because she never messages back. That's a so. great one. That's a perfect one for you. All right, you so want, Tiffany that makes or sense. Jamie Horinopoulos? Who do you want, Kirk? I would. Well, I would take Tiffany first because we have we. I know her personally. Or Julie Hartes. I went. I went to Horn, Horninopolis. Horninopolis been rocking it on Savage this year, and she She's is good. racing, and she just raced in Gainesville. Is she in Florida? Really, she lived there. I have no strong opinion on this. If she was, that may be the best bet then. Let's take her. Ten seconds. Jamie Horanopoulos. Okay. That's it. Spell it. Jack can. Probably wrong. Language of origin. Yeah. Probably Greek. Use it in a sentence. All right. Um, Me. I don't. uh, Sean Roberts straight up said no. He would have been a a good pick. Um. This is, this is good stuff. 
I said I, no. I'm, John Roberts is said no. no. Bracken, are you showing up? Um, okay, I'm not. Out. Can't roll him out. You can. I did not sign up. He's Only because I think he'd do really well in a format like this. I have zero insight. I didn't reach out to him. Um, I'm going to go Isaiah Vidal. Mm. I could see him doing well if he decides to throw his name in the ring. Why no Hawk Call? I thought you were going to take Hawk for sure. Hawk Call will be in Big Bear, but he won't be in this one. But and he's doing father uh, be down there. Yeah. I'll ask him that. That would be a really good question. Is Benny G going to take a stab at this? Ooh. No. What kind of improvements would one experience from a dose of Sheila G? <laughs> we'll have to ask. Come on, just how much flute you're doing along with it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm up. I'm Build taking... lung capacity. KBB? Playing the old flute. This person's going to be in Florida. If anybody can pull it off. It's her, Chris Roglowski. That's a good point. It's not a bad pick. She yeah, told Jack, I assume she's not. She's not. I saw her literally last night. She's doing go rug games. So, but if something but, happens, if she's she, yeah. if she lands there and she's like, oh, it's just like this far of a bus ride, and I can do this, and she can work <laughs> it out. She she's definitely would do would be because go rug is kind of being strict. They're like, no, you can't do both. Yeah. But uh, if Chris can get back to go wreck at the start, she's one that just uh, asks for forgiveness and not permission type of deal. I, so. I'm not going to spoil her race plan, but she has some extremely extravagant uh, race weekends that she's going to do later this year. It's it's insane. If she can pull it off, good for her. But I don't I don't think she's going to be able to pull this one off from what she told me yesterday. Always right. we did Good it. Pick. Good pick, didn't, Rich. Didn't know if we could do it. We did it. We have a lot yeah. of names on here. We're still going to score a top five. We'll talk about the bonus scoring fantasy cup situation. We need a name for the fantasy cup. That's not bad. Fantasy, fantasy cup. cup. You know, yeah. I, I would think. Right. I think. I think we could do better. What about like a a, a fantasy suite? The, how about you were just mentioning it? The fantasy flute. We'll do that. Right? We should name it after somebody. I Kirk, think. Yeah. What's the bachelor one? The fantasy suite. Uh, <laughs> that's right. That's right. That's <laughs> that right. Does not insinuate an award. I just didn't get even a single facial expression off you for that. Nothing. I hated it. It was. It just wasn't clever. Fantasy didn't land. <laughs> <laughs> fantasy flute. And I've been to a fantasy suite before, and let me tell you, there's no trophies in there. <laughs> For another time. All right, let's do a quick recap. Kirk Bracken, here's your team. Read them off. No, uh, no. Where? Where's our team? Right oh, it's right there. The yeah. Oh, you. Okay. All lost in the fantasy this. suite. <laughs> I am. I am. He's googling it. Yeah, yeah. Nicole Miracle, Casey Monroe, Tyler Veerman, Alvaro Vasquez, Heather Golnick, Jack Bauer, Ethan yeah. Brown, Emmanuel Sierra Camacho, Micah Dorfner, Lawrence Taylor, Jamie Horanopoulos. Not bad. It's like a squad. Women's squad is good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're going to get points there for sure. Tyler, Alvaro, me. Jack like, Bauer. Yeah, right? yeah. Come on. I like it. Bauer, you won't tank on purpose, will you? Uh, no. I. You think no, I'm just flying there? I got on a Spirit Airlines flight for this. I'm not. <laughs> Doesn't sound like you're taking it very seriously. $55 round trip. It's fantastic. Yeah. It's not a short flight. <clears throat> Nonstop. I don't care. That's a discomfort. Right. Uh, <clears throat> my team: Ryan Kemp, Miranda Kopinski, Berenice Barrera, Leon Kofud, Ashley Heller, Sean Stevens, Whale, Manuel Defoe, 
Chris Marone, Sam Osborne, Sean Zerby, and wildcard Isaiah Vidal. How do you make Leon's last name rhyme with Whole Foods? <laughs> By saying That's it the Jack, the Jack Bauer way. Yeah. Leon Whole Foods? Uh, I'm, I'm basically as talented as Eminem with rhyming, so... Yeah. All right, Rich. All right. I got BJ Jones, Yanka Popova, Mark Batras, Nick Mask, Sarah Rich, Julie Best, Mike Swazo, Adam Beach, Ishmael Lynn, Jack's roommate, Joe Roberto, Chris Roglowski. It's going to be fun. To make arguments for all three, I feel like this is as roll of a dice as anyone has been. New format, not as deep, unknown, everything. Is this going to be broadcast? Can we watch this? Yeah, you guys doing coverage? Bracken's out. Kirk, no, nothing, on the, nothing on the coverage. Yet? I haven't heard. I haven't heard anything. No. Hmm. Not saying it won't happen, but Bracken. No, OCR report is doing coverage. I don't know who's announcing now. BK on the mic. Doing it. Yeah. So why wasn't I asked, Bracken? I was. I think I was a second or third choice too. I I was told oh. there's a spot available next to Megiddo if I would like it. Um, Why is Megiddo leading this thing? Why is he the obvious one? Listen, the Jews control the media. (laughs) This is what's known in Hollywood. I thought we were a package deal. Jason Dupree, you better call me. (laughs) Just saying. You guys going to break up again? This has nothing to do with Bracken. No, this has to do with me feeling a little butthurt all of a sudden. Jason Dupree. All right. We can can move on. (laughs) (laughs) Not that I'm mad. Not that I'm mad, Will Hicks. <laughs> I don't care. Yeah. Uh, how how about you, quick? If you guys don't know, Bracken and I share bank accounts, so it's going to the same place. Anyway. <laughs> Last names. <laughs> I yeah. Mean, yeah. Right. All right, real quick. Let's do top three predictions. How do you think it's going to end up? This is where BK will pick five to six people for the top three. Yeah. And I could see third place being so-and-so, so-and-so, so-and-so. Yeah. That's true. I'm going to write it down real quick. Jack, you have yours offhand? All right. Uh, no, I'm just off the top of my head. I think Nicole's going to run away with this for the women. Um, Yanka second, third, Miranda. I agree. Got? I think I agree. I could see Casey Monroe <clears throat> getting on the podium. I don't know in place of who. But I could see that. Okay. I just think since she struggled at Savage Race recently, like the grip... And the confidence might not be there, but she does overperform quite often. Um, I don't think this is going to be like a savage race at all. Okay. Round three. That's what I think. We'll see. But what do you guys think? Kirk Bracken. Yeah. I don't have a better top three than that. Okay. I can go Nicole Miranda Yanko personally. Yeah. Flipping it around. And you all know, right. yeah, I could see that too. Um, for the guys, I think Kempson's going to edge out VJ and third place, despite running his 50 K I'll go Tyler Veerman. He's just, he just always performs. I disagree with everything you said. Okay. What do you think? VJ Kempson. I'm the homie Nick mask on that podium again. Dang. You know something. He's been there. Oh, just what I told you. I mean, he's the fastest Mm -hmm. guy on the field. Yeah. All right, I'm going to shake it up a little bit then. Tyler Veerman. First. Yep. And I don't know how Kempson or VJ misses the podium. 
Yeah. I've just Are never seen individual? Veerman lose a 3K. Fair. Yeah. I'm going VJ Kempson Batris. All right. I'm going to roll a little bit. Not Alvaro, like you mentioned. Nope, not Alvaro. Okay. All right. I like it. I'm going to bank on Batris being ready to go. We'll see what happens. Also, I launched the prediction contest. So, yanceycamp.com, click that predictions tab. You've got it. Just takes like two minutes. If I, if any new names pop up, I'll add them to the prediction list. It's kind of too late for us at this point for drafting. Um, but yeah, get those picks in by like an hour before the race on Friday and I'll let everyone know how they do. Boys, what do we Jack. got on? Good luck. Jack, crush it, it, dude. Yeah. Boom. Bring it home for the homies. I'm oh, feeling fit. Friday as well. Friday, Almost. yeah. I keep forgetting that it's mm. Friday. What time do the rounds start? 4 p.m. And then finals oh, is at like right. six, right? It's not very long after. It's like I think 30 minutes after the last finisher of the last heat of that round, they they take a 30 minute break and then you go again for round two and then same format for round three. So, so maybe like 7 p.m. If you really yeah. think about it, okay. I can't. Yeah, I think wait the to... women are probably going to go like right after the men or right before the men. So because they have an 11 minute cap, so. I can't. Maybe wait I'm that. not announcing it. I still haven't, we don't have any contacted <laughs> this week. <laughs> maybe I'm not. I don't Never have any mind. information on it. <laughs> I forgot it's Friday. We haven't had yeah. a meeting or anything. Yeah, maybe I'm not. All right. Yeah. Kirk, Kirk's don't available. Don't try to make me feel better. No, I'm I'm off the table all of a sudden. I'm starting to think Kirk's wow. in and he's playing this up. Yeah, yeah. Slow play. I'm just as no, no, as I got big. Bragging. I got big plans Friday night. I got big plans all of a sudden. I, can't, <laughs> I cannot wait to see how big of a disaster this is. <laughs> Oh, this, is gonna be the, this is going to be the best thing that's happened to this show in a long time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually very much looking forward to it. So Same I will here. probably be tuning totally. in. Totally. I'm yeah. definitely going to watch. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. You know what I hate the most about this? I, the laser pistols. Hold on. No. Let me guess. Laser pistols. No. The, 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 the heats. The heats. The big Q, little Q. <laughs> yeah. No. What I hate the most is what it's done to the women's sport. It was so compelling last year. So mm-hmm. compelling. And suddenly we're reduced down to nine declared women on our end. Even if it's double that, that's barely even enough for one heat. And it's the just... men's field is saturated to start with, but we'd have a list double this size typically. Yeah. In the men's field. Totally. There's no Lars, Josiah, Atkins, you know. It's so cut that... the men's field in half and it's taken two thirds out of the women's field at minimum. The women's field was catching the men's or exceeding it in the compelling nature of some of the races. And now this looks like 2012 again. And that's what disappoints me the most. I really hope that Big Bear rejuvenates it or proves this wrong because just looking at it, I feel like, oh man, this is... This is worst case here. Still watch. <laughs> Still going to watch it. We yeah, we yep. may need to find other things to draft for to make our whole season because yeah. there's not a ton of these races and these might be terrible. We'll see. Good luck in uh, Anaheim, Rich. Yeah, Thank Rich. Thank you. Good Jack luck, and I are Jack. holding it down. Exactly. What Maybe we got one more? day we'll see Bracken on the course. Sorry, I signed, signed up. Palmerton. I know. Well, yesterday. that's that's months from now. It is. You said one day. That is a day. That is okay, the day. Fine. You're right. What, what do we got on running public this week? We can't say. No. Nope. Any Tuesday, we talk about Q and A workout. 
Ah, scaling workouts, if you're a fast 5K or a slow 5K, does that mean you should be doing the same workouts as fast 5Kers, or do you mm. need to scale yours differently, for example? Good topic. We did that. We don't have our guest uh, book. Do we have our guest book yet for the later this week, Bracken? We'll talk offline. That's why I can't uh-huh. say. Yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah, and I actually just didn't do one this this past week. I don't have any, I don't have anything good to say. It starts. So I decided to say nothing at all. I, that starts. That's that's what that's what we're doing. It would have just been a one person rant on High Rocks qualification. So, oh my god, you got it out of the way with us. I was so mad, and I was going to Home Depot. I'm planting grass back here. I don't know how it's gonna go, but uh, I went and rented a tiller at Home Depot, and the guy was showing me how it works. And he was like pulling on the cord, just trying to get it started. And he's like yanking the shit out of it. I'm like, man, this dude is like really pulling this freaking cord on this machine and then he pulls it and it didn't start and he looks back down and he's like oh and here's the throttle i lean over and he pulls it again and he smokes me in the nose <laughs> <laughs> like just backhanded punch directly in the face and then i wasn't mad anymore i was like oh i just needed to be punched in the face so that's the strategy <laughs> i'm just gonna deploy <laughs> that strategy therapy right there <laughs> i like I that just go get in a fist fight and and knock some sense into me so uh good life lesson you were homesick. <laughs> that, that's what I haven't been punched in the nose in like three months. That's what it was. I was, I was feeling a little soft. So, so we're all good. All right. So tune into next week. Running public. Reinforce running. Watch Jack kick butt. Watch me kick butt. Yeah. All right. Go fellas. get him, guys. Nice, nice job today. Not get that out of here.